This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their <laughs> kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you, fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Welcome into the kickoff hour. We thank you for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll welcome in two more interns today, and that'll will uh, I think that will complete the introduction of the five interns that are now in Rick and Bubba University trying to get their degree in common sense. They will walk out of here to better the world going, I now have common sense, which is a superpower. Uh, a lot happening today. Uh, we'll uh, talk about Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Lance Ingram uh, is with us today, our special guest. We've been talking about uh, United for Victory, uh, and uh, we'll do more of that today and uh, and the pre-orders and and uh, and how that's going, which is is great news. And so we'll we'll break all of that down today. We'll we'll record Rick and Bubba University, and it will publish Saturday morning. So make sure you're standing by for that. The Will of Meat has not spun. So it's on the table for today. So there's a lot happening. Uh, and as I said, two more interns today. Uh, we welcome in Mackenzie and Nick. And uh, they will soon forever be known as someone else. They'll have an intern name. Kind of like um, Kennedy did yesterday from Treveca. She's Millie Vanilli Wafer. I had to remember that. Uh, and so there you go. Uh, let's bring them in now. Over to my right, it is Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. With Eddie Van Adler in charge of TV, ready to go for the day. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Good, gentlemen. How are y'all? Good, good. good. I was um, I was coming in because you know we got a lot happening, and and we've had a lot of interns. It's been a minute since we've had uh, interns, but they're back, and we've had so many. It's tough for us to just land on what their their names are because back in the early days, I could remember everyone's 
name because we didn't have as many. But then we just start just, I mean, here they come, you know, just one after another. Uh, and and I forget their nicknames uh, and their intern names. But um, so I was, I was like, what, what, what is Kennedy's nickname? And I had to come in. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Millie Vanilli Wafer. Yeah. Because she likes, she likes vanilla wafers. And she isn't. She wants to be in the music industry, but she can't sing. And so, she didn't know who Millie Vanilli was, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's Millie Vanilli Wafer. Yeah, that's it. It makes sense to us. It does. Perfect it does. sense. Yeah, but just to the. Do you know one thing I struggle with is somebody goes now. Why did they? Why'd y'all name the intern yeah. whatever? And I'm like, oh, boy, I, I got to remember that. Yeah. I don't know if I. It's so a lot of moving parts. Yeah, a lot, a lot there. The There's a lot, lot there. Only so much space in your brain. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, how are y'all today? I'm good. Y'all good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. you weren't sure. Just a lot going uh-huh. on, just trying to get it all in, yeah, you know, okay. that kind of thing. Oh, well, yeah. And, and you know, yeah. I don't have to tell you anything. Yeah. And just, you know, just part <laughs> of it. Yeah. All right, hey, so I'm, I'm in that mode where the kids are no longer in school. So mm-hmm. I'm, I've got to get used to the, the okay, they're home. Yeah. And, and they've got places to be at certain times. It almost makes me wish carpool was still going on because I knew, <laughs> hey, at 2 o'clock, I've yeah. got somewhere to be. And outside of that, I can do pretty much what I want to. Right. But then if you want to do something early with them, mm-hmm. you can do that in the summer. Right. So I'm battling that whole uh, – <laughs> we got a new schedule this week, and I'm having a hard time because one of them's here at this time, and this one's this time, and this one – and I'm like, I can get my act together. Right. Hey, Hounds, you got to get your act together. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what – and then today is we got a bunch of moving parts today and I'm trying to figure out, okay, is this even smart thing to do? Am I overdoing it? I know you want to do this for one of your kids, but I don't know that that's very smart. Oh, really? To do. You know, that kind of okay. kind of just trying to get it all in. Well, there you go. And I slept a little later than I needed to, Did which you? put me behind. Okay. Happens. It does happen. Yeah. It does happen. Yesterday, I, I had uh, – and look, I'm not well, complaining. Awesome. I'm just telling <laughs> – um, you know, there's a difference. I'm not complaining, just telling you what's what's sure. going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, a lot of people. I love those people that will ask you that, mm-hmm. and then they'll tell you you're complaining. You're like, no, no. You asked me the question, mm-hmm. and I'm answering. If yeah. you don't like the answer, yeah. then that's not on I'm, me. I'm, I'm just answering truthfully. Right. I mean, I'm grown. I knew. I know when I need to go to bed, <laughs> right. and, and I know a schedule. And I'm not going to complain about the schedule because I mean, yeah. that's just part of life. Yeah. Uh, grown, but um, I had a couple of nights of back to back to back. Of you know we can go off you know five and a half six hours sleep we do that pretty regularly yeah. but when you go and when you're in the fours uh, and leaning on five and it's multiple nights in a row it gets to a point where you get that you know get a little catches sh- up we get a little shaky you do you know a couple of deep breaths you know <laughs> and um, and so last last night it ran up on me because I, I had a couple yeah. of not back to back to back nights of that you can when you get to our age which is kind of funny you can do one night of that yeah. and, and, oh, yeah. and keep on rolling you give me back to backs and maybe another oh, back last week that happened to me and I was like wow and so last night I just kind of about eight forty five I just I mean I I, I wouldn't remember going to bed I just stumbled in there everything was you know everybody was settled. And we we're done for the day. Terry still had your to, shoes on. T- you Terry, Terry wanted to, yeah. Terry wanted to go for a walk, which isn't a walk, honey. Should we just jog? I mean, you're walking so fast, I can't even talk to you. You know, I'm trying to catch up with you. Let's just go for a jog. Yeah. And so I had come in from that. It was a little brisk walk. Had a little wind coming in. Looked like a system that just missed our neighborhood, so it was kind of dark and windy. You know, it just felt good walking. I came in. I'm like, do we have anything else? Race had come home from work and. Then he was going, you know, to see his buddies, and I think I, I said, I think I'm, I think I'm going to bed. And she's like, Go, buddy. I stumbled in there, and <laughs> I'm out. 
Yeah. And I, I don't remember anything till the alarm went off. I don't mm. remember her coming into bed. I'm like, so I didn't. And normally I'm the guy. I wake up. I'm a light sleeper. Yeah, I'm And so if she's coming into bed and I hear the bed shifting or whatever, I'll wake up. I didn't know. I woke up and I'm like, well, so you're in the bed. I don't remember it. It was one of those nights. Amanda knocked a coat hanger off the door last night and it woke me up. That's yeah. how. I mean, I'm a light sleeper. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I'm, it just depends. Uh, sometimes I wake up about every two hours. I go right back to sleep. It's yeah. not like I get big eye. Right. And um, and JC uh, is in South Carolina playing baseball. I mean, think about that. I'm 19. I'm in Myrtle Beach. I'm playing baseball. Time of his not life. Not a bad right? day. Well, bless his heart. They he, he checks into where he's got to stay, and the AC isn't working, and oh, something gosh. I don't know. So anyway, he figures all that out. I think he starts playing today at like ten Central, eleven Eastern. They stream it, and that's supposed to be you know a lot of cool. Had his first practice yesterday, and so you know you're dealing with that. And um, even though I mean he's you know he can handle it. It's his first time to ever be that far away for yeah. for a month yeah. and some change. So we're dealing with that. It's a little quieter around the house, you know, it, you know, cause he was home just for a little bit for the summer. Uh, so yeah, it was a quiet house last night. There was nobody there. And, and, uh, so I was like, I'm, I'm going to bed. Do they do that host family thing or do you have your, well on this, there, there are, there are host families, but that's for some of the international pe- guys coming into play. But, uh, for, for him, they actually put them up and you can have a roommate that is going that you might know, or they'll put you with somebody on this it's like this golf resort where they have these little condos or whatever yeah. so kind of puts you up on that and and he knows a couple of guys that were some teammates and other guys that played in the metro area when he was in high school that he knew real well so it's that's good that's great and he's got an old i think old retired coach from coastal carolina that's his head coach and so he's supposed, he's supposed to have a good time but it's just kind of funny because you know myrtle beach is an is an older beach town it's not so he's in the older part of town and so uh he uh he's he's kind of adjusting to that a little bit (laughs) all right we'll take a break we'll come back 866 we be big we'll be right back rick and bubba rick and bubba Listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Welcome in. It's the Rick and Bubba Show kickoff hour. Appreciate all of you as as always for making us part of your daily routine. Eddie Van Adler, he is here. He's got TV live in HD, and we got uh, Mr. Greg Burgess to my right, Michael Helms to my right. It's the Good Time Gang. We welcome in two new interns today. So if you do call. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Harry Murdahl might call, but more than likely he's just kind of standing back uh, helping train two new interns. Um, you know, you met Kennedy uh, the other day, yesterday, if you were listening live, from Trevecca. She's Millie Vanilli Wafer. Uh, we still have a couple that we need to name. Today we have Mackenzie, who attends Alabama, and Nick, who attends Hillsdale College in Michigan. Uh, Michigan. Those, uh, those are our two newest interns and today's new interns. Uh, so when you call 866, we be big. Uh, they could uh, be answering the phone, so be gentle. Uh, they This is their first day. Uh, speak plainly, have a good cell phone, uh, and let them know what's going on. I took a run his last name this morning, Nick's. Boy, yeah. I butchered it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even close. Oh, wow. I, I'm, I'd like to see what y'all th- – see, I thought it was Treglia. Mm-hmm. 
Because that's to me, that's what it looks like. You know, you're not right. But it's Trelia. Is that right? Trelia. Trelia. So think. Hey, this is what he told me. He said, "Think Australia without the Aussie part." I just got Trelia. 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 Okay. How about that? There you go. Why butchered it this Nick, morning? Nick Trelia. Yep, that's it. All right. It's actually a lot easier than I than I thought it yeah, was. You made it. A it just harder, doesn't look like that. Right. Um, going to get y'all's reaction to something here, uh, and it's not it's not what y'all think about this or what do you think it is today. Uh, where are y'all on eggs? Y'all like eggs? I had I, like eggs. I had three of them last night. How many did you have? Three. Three. I mean, I had three. They're not like oh man, I just love eggs, but I like eggs. You know, oh. I'll eat them. I don't, for I don't some sit reason, around and go, man, I wish I had eggs. I, was, I will eat them. had a hankering for breakfast food last night, and everybody was kind of on their own. Are you talking about breakfast or dinner? And so I did two Eggo waffles and three eggs. Okay. That was my dinner Greg, last you night. okay with that? I know you don't Serious like breakfast business. for dinner. I don't, but that, that's fine. I mean, you're looking down to him. I saw you looking. I mean, I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. the situation happens, but mm-hmm. it's not my favorite. When people announce it, I don't get giddy about it. Ew, breakfast for dinner. Yeah. I just did it just because I was trying to look. Mm-hmm. I was looking for get giddy about it? Well, I mean, it just you know it it did its it did its work, okay. right? Uh, if you had to choose what h- how you want your eggs, would how, scrambled? I fry what, how, mine. How is it? I like I like them scrambled. Over easy? What? Over I'm, mine are over well. I don't like them running. I'm, I'm Most an, people like them running. Over mm-hmm. medium slash over hard. You don't like them running and, and get that toast and run. No, nah, it's something about that running's gross. Okay. Well, today's I'll eat them, but I don't prefer them like today's that. National Egg Day. I mean, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll eat it. I love eggs. Mm-hmm. I yeah. eat eggs a lot. How yeah. about a boiled? Yeah, I'll, I'll eat a boiled egg. <laughs> I like them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't do it a lot. No, no, no. I don't either. <laughs> Can't never remember how long. Make sure you have something to drink if you have a boiled egg. Really? Oh yeah. That, I mean, it just, just yeah, yeah. You're right. They, it'll stack up on you. <laughs> it will. It will for a second. Especially if it's really dry. You know, that yolk, um, if that yolk's really dry. <laughs> if you want to know a go-to at the Wilburn House, little egg sandwiches. Terry, Terry will if what well, she won't even ask, which I love. I mean, like let's say it's Saturday morning and we have nothing to do. You might either wake up or start piddling around all of a sudden, come back in and you you smell like breakfast. Like what's up? And she's like, I got you an egg sandwich right here. Like how about that? Y'all go scrambled on, on the egg sandwich, scrambled. or yes. you do. Yeah, yep. even, if, even if you take a bite and it falls all out everywhere. Yeah, that you're right. That is mine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, toast holds it a little better. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But uh, that's a go-to. Uh, but we love eggs. My sister, you got, throw an egg on top of a hamburger. Yes, I have not. I've ordered it that way. I've never cooked one that way. You know, I, I don't think I have either. And I, but, and I, I, have but I like it. I do like mm, it that yeah. way. Pretty good. My sister got sick. I don't know if you, if y'all are like this. Have y'all ever gotten sick on a, on some type of food, yeah, and, and for the rest of your life you won't eat yep. it? Yep. Yeah. She got sick on eggs as when she was really young, and she will not eat eggs. Any now. form? No, no. I mean, just won't eat them. And I'm like, and it wasn't the eggs that I'm made like, her Lynn, sick. Lynn, it's just it's, the experience. It wasn't that. Yeah. It's just, she, but she won't touch eggs. And we um, talked about this the other day. I'll briefly touch on it. I love deviled eggs. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. I did as a kid. Ran from them as a kid. Me too. A lot yeah. of things. Yeah, especially if they put jalapenos in them. Yeah. Oh my god, me. Right now. slap me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I don't root. I don't. I was scared of them too when I was a kid. I don't think, I think that, it was the paprika. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I, that I have just written off a of food that I got that I was I got sick on as a young <sighs> kid. I, I, I don't. Mine think. was pizza. I, I had a pizza run, and it, it happened at a Shoney's actually. Um, where I got, 
wasn't a pizza. First of all, you eat pizza at Shoney's? I know, well, That's I was a kid. Well, it was like a seven, eight-year-old kid, Greg. <laughs> they and had I mean, pizza at Shoney's? They did. On right the there on that bar buffet deal they had. <laughs> I bet mean, it was good. And I got so <laughs> sick. And it had nothing to do with the pizza. It's just I was already sick and didn't realize it. Right. It didn't matter what I would have eaten that night. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> but I had like, I mean, I like went 10 years, 10 plus years where I would not touch pizza years. because of that. I mean, I even Boy. remember in college also okay, known as turning pizza days. down because of that. <laughs> experience yeah, yeah it was terrible. Rough. i hate you went through that it's rough man <laughs> i don't want 10 years no pizza yeah no, who wants that uh, it was there. early 20s before i ever got over it <laughs> Seri- I'm, I'm not making that up My serious goodness. business wow which when you're when you when you're going through the experiences of pizza was a big deal like yeah. at baseball camps yeah. and all these different things that i was a part of and i just would nah. now i will say this when i was Can't do it. just old enough to start remembering things I would eat pizza, but I wouldn't eat the crust. I would just rip the topping off of it, the cheese and the topping, and eat it. I wouldn't eat the crust. <laughs> no, no, I remember being at Pizza Boy at the Quintard Mall, <laughs> and I'd just scrape it off and leave the crust. <laughs> I don't know. The other night, we had like four pizzas. <laughs> I've moved past that. Well, to your, I have it evidently. That's why I'm going to tell you <laughs> that. You're doing it. So, I'll still have another reason. A few, a few nights ago, we'd had, we'd had this <laughs> leftover pizza sitting there for like, Three days or whatever, and every once in a while, mm, people borderline. grab it. I know, well, well, and that's why it's I said I was close. cleaning out. I said we were getting ready to come home uh, from the lake, and so we were looking at this. Do we want to take this home or not? And I could not throw it away without taking the pepperoni off and eating it. <laughs> exactly. There's like eight pieces of pepperoni. Oh yeah. It Sometimes it'll come up with the pepperoni, <laughs> yes. and I'm just Arr. I've done that too. Like what do you? What if, do I'm, you? if I'm throwing it, <laughs> okay, we're getting rid of this. Give me a scoop. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. But that used to be. I would have just a bunch of naked. Pieces of crust laying yes. with nothing on them. Yeah. Can't imagine that. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of a waste. Like, well, see, in my defense, we were about to throw it away. Yeah, no, yeah. So it's completely like, different. But it's there's That's a little bit I of that. Yeah. I know there's yeah. a little bit of that of me still there. It's good. <laughs> it is. I've seen who has it offers a bowl and it's don't have, it's a pizza bowl and mm-hmm. there's no crust. It's yeah. just the top. Yeah. So yesterday I had a client lunch and and I'm sitting down and we're at a sushi place. Did you get confused on what to order? Did you have to ask everybody what you especially what you at that order? <laughs> Kinda. Oh yeah, especially at a place like that. <laughs> hey, what are you going to get? I'll give you a pass. What's I'm good a, here? I'm a little too block. I'll but... give you a pass on that because you don't eat that a lot. But it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can go to Cracker Barrel. He's going to ask you what What do you think we should get? <laughs> are you done? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I could I could not make myself eat the sushi though. I, I just even though I could have. Try. Was it just a straight up raw meat, or was it in the yeah. little, the little yeah, roll the, I can deal no, with? No, they did the fish and everything. I mean, they were they were hardcore. I'm, 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 I'm pure sushi, I've and tried I tried to I make Bubba know. proud and and do it, uh, and I will if if needed. But they had other options, so I, I went that route. Um, felt a little guilty. What did you order? Like chicken teriyaki or something? Yeah, which yeah. is one of my go tos when chicken, I go to a place chicken, like that. Chicken and shrimp. Okay, is that okay with y'all? Yeah, yeah. A little oh, steam yeah. rice. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Wanted to make y'all proud. <laughs> I don't like eating bait. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Feel like I start swinging soon as my 25 minutes until top of the hour. Blackberry Smoke coming back. Greg's on fire for him. New album out. As uh, we roll on back, for those of you on YouTube, that's what's happening. Uh, you know, as we look at today, it is Thursday if you're listening live, so that means we have Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, and uh, this week we'll be with Lance Ingram. Uh, and uh, so we'll catch up with old Lance, 
United for Victory is out. We've been talking a lot about the pre-orders, and we'll uh, bring you uh, into the loop if you, you uh, do not know about that uh, a little bit more today and have Lance on the podcast. Great timing for that, and look forward to catching up with Lance. A lot of you might know him as Lou Holtz uh, here with the show, former intern. Can you believe that? Doing really well. And we'll talk a lot more about Lance uh, today with the podcast. It will hit Saturday morning and publish so make sure you set up your notifications uh, for that. Two new interns today, Nick and uh, McKenzie, uh, are both on the phones at 866-WE-BE-BIG, the intern uh, program uh, here at Rick and Bubba University. Uh, as they try to get a degree of common sense, has started back up, have five interns. Uh, it's been over a year since we've had interns. And so uh, looking forward to that progression. One has been named. We have four more to name, and so we'll do that throughout the next few days. Um, all right, so we don't really – I, I got to tell you something. I don't ever – I don't ever follow the NBA. I don't know if y'all do or not. I, I don't. Matter of fact, Reese came over uh, to me last night as I was about half asleep when he got home from work. He goes, hey, Dad, did the Lakers lose again? Are they about out? And I'm like, I think so, son. I think I think they are. And – and that's about as much as we've talked about the NBA at the house. Um, but I see where the Celtics are clearing house. Danny Ainge, you know, former Celtics player, he's been yeah. the president of the Boston Celtics for like 18 years. And then Brad Stevens has been the head coach. And I believe, if I'm reading this right, that Brad Stevens is going to move from head coach into that president's role. Um, and Ainge is stepping down. Uh, exactly. And so that means that the Celtics are looking for a replacement. And – Rumor is, and now again, it could be rumor and it could be bad reporting as well. So let me just make sure y'all understand that, that uh, the women's Duke basketball coach, Kara Lawson, is one of the front runners for that position. For the Boston Celtics head coaching job. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, former WNBA uh, player. Now, where is uh, she coaching now? Assistant. Um, Duke's uh, women's coach. It, that's what I saw. Is that is that wrong? Again, no, I, again, I, again, I don't I'm know. Out, I'm, I'm just, out of the loop on, on a lot to... of this, but. Uh, according to what I saw, the report I saw in the story I read, unless I was reading it wrong, uh, it says that she is the Duke's women's uh, women's basketball coach. And speaking of Duke, Coach K, is, it says he is stepping down after this next season. And She's, then he's going to take over the women's. Yeah, he could. He possibly he possibly. <laughs> I made could. that up. I'm getting... But I just thought that was interesting that that's – and again, the, this, is, this was a former – yeah, Celtics, you know, player that was being interviewed on NBC Sports Boston yesterday, and in an they interview, say that she's the most qualified. They think. and they, they 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 say that it's going to be. It looks like it's Carolina. All righty. So this is not one of those deals where they're cleaning house and mad at everybody. Ainge is just stepping down, tired. He's going to retire. Yeah, and then uh, probably a little Brad bit Stevens, who came from Butler, I believe, and yeah, you know he he had a good run in NCAA, and then moved on up in the ranks of the NBA. Been with the Celtics for a while, mm-hmm. eight years, I think. And I so now he's going to step into a president's as a president GM, whatever role, and and so they're going to hire. A, All righty, a, a, possibly going to hire a woman as the NBA coach. Oh, and chick. That would be uh, that'd be something. That'd be a that'd be a story. That'd be a headline. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, as far Coach as your K. NBA question. Uh, but Coach so K's she was, last name. You look at it written. Shusevsky. Yeah, but you look at it written down, you don't have a chance no. to say it. It's kind of like what I deal with Nick Trelia, our new intern. I mean, there's nothing in this name written that looks like Shusevsky. No. Or however how you say it. You said it right. <laughs> you, it looks you, like, you said it right, It looks right, like Greg. crazy Z whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and he, you know, I've seen the thirty for thirty on this. Y'all probably have too. So he he's been at it what forty years now, 
won over a thousand games. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, multiple championships, of course. Yeah. Olympic team. But here's the thing: when he he was started off in Army, he was yeah, the coach right. there, yeah. and Played really there. and really didn't. Now I don't know if normally Army's known for their basketball. Okay, so I know you, when you hire an Army's probably coach not. to come take over your program, you're probably looking for somebody that's more disciplinary guy, wouldn't you think? But his first three years at Duke were horrible. Mm-hmm. Like his his first year was okay, um, but the second second year and third year horrible. They could have easily gotten a, a rid of him, and many people wanted him gone after that third year. And so this is one of those stories where if you give somebody one more year, yeah. and how many times have there been coaches out there that have been fired after three years? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you looked at what people called Duke crazy for keeping Coach K after that third year they had been there. Wow. And look at the run they would have never probably had oh, yeah. if they wouldn't have gone, we're sticking with this guy for one more year. Yeah. He uh... – it's kind of like the Dabo Sweeney. I always think about the Dabo Same Sweeney thing. thing. Yeah. There's a podcast out there. Oh, it's recently. Two of my favorite people on there together. Oh, no. Dabo and Colin Cowherd got together. And, oh. and, and Dabo. Oh, are you okay? Oh, I, I look, it was a banner day. If Joe Buck would have been involved, I'd have had some kind of, oh, I mean, goodness. goodness. But but Dabo was telling the story about after his, I want, I want to say it was his second year, um, they had just lost to South Carolina. They had had an okay year, but they had lost a heartbreaker yeah, uh, to their rival. Mm-hmm. And he walked in his office fully expecting to be fired. Like his wife was like, "Hey, so and so's in. He's in your office." And mm-hmm. and he looked at her and was like, "Hey, you know, this is it. God's going to take care of us. We're going to be fine. You know, blah blah blah. And we're going we're going to try to figure this thing out, and we'll we'll move on to what's next." I mean, he fully had in his mind he was out. And he goes in there, and the conversation is completely different. And he was like, I believe in you, and this is what we're sticking with. Don't care what anybody else has to say. Built him up, and then look at what yeah, has happened. Pretty good run. And so they easily – you could have fired Dabo Sweeney then, and nobody would have said that was a bad decision. They wouldn't have because his record was not right. – you might have heard they really didn't give him a chance or whatever. And we hear this all the time where there's a third- or fourth-year coach where – if you don't know what will happen. Well, but I, mean, I know he, with Coach K what happened, and I yeah. know what, what's going on with Dabo. Uh, and so I, and there's other instances out there just like this. Yeah, Don't be yeah. so quick to fire him. <clears throat> yeah, you may have the next Coach K and don't realize it. Possible. Yeah, but it's, it's, you're looking at his resume. It's, it's quite the, it's quite the, uh, the legacy. Well, I'd uh, hate to be the guy coming man. in. Ooh, John Schreier, Shire, I don't even – a so, former player, I don't even know him. Currently an assistant And too. I think I yeah. knew this. So he, he came – his first job at Army, he was assistant under Bobby Knight. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Bobby Knight leaves and he gets the head. Yeah. I knew he was a Bobby Knight guy that they, yeah. they had kid coached yep. under him. It is so cool looking at these, you know, these coaching trees and, and all this kind of stuff. It, not just in basketball, but, you know, you look at like the NFL and, and some of these super staffs that, that, you know, they'll sit there and they'll all be standing there and it's like, and they circle about six or eight uh, of them and they're like, now they're head coaches, but they yeah. were all on the staff, on staff at one time. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how, how that all happens. And, uh, but yeah, for them to both be on the same staff, picture that. I know. Could you think of that, but think about that practice. Huh? Imagine having to be assistant to Coach Knight. Wow. Yeah. Be a little rough. It would. I read that book, that guy that traveled the whole season with him. <laughs> Good night. He's something else. <laughs> it's <he>? unreal. <laughs> this is in his prime, too. Yes. This was when they were still good. And he, he, was, he was a handle. 
<laughs> what what was the biggest thing that you didn't know after reading a book that I didn't know that he would get up in front of the student body and let them ask him questions. <laughs> okay. And uh, a, a female stood up and asked him about being what she needed to do to, to be a manager on the basketball team. He said, change your gender first <laughs> in front of the whole place. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. They asked him about, I think, <laughs> drug testing athletes. He says, up to him, they test all you SOBs. <laughs> this is in front of the whole student body. If you want to have some fun today. So it's question time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just get on. Open for questions. Yeah. Get on YouTube and and, and put in Bobby Knight oh. press conferences. Oh. And you'll so have a day. Oh, you'll, you'll, you'll grab a cup of coffee and do that. There's and you'll never have a nice little morning. No. No. Like no. You'll get off in related links and look up and two hours is gone by. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Coach Case announcing he's Now, he is going to coach. After, he's going to coach this year. That's what he said. Which he is said good because yeah. I don't want him to go out after oh. last year. Last year, right, right. Yeah. big pile. Yeah. yeah. What if he comes out next year and they just tank? You never know. Yeah. Still, he'll still be. He's got that legacy. Yeah, yeah he does. He does. I will no take a break. Now. We'll be right back. Kickoff hour live. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. This portion of the Rick and Bubba Show is made possible by another new sponsor and uh, someone that we want to talk to you about, and that's goodrx.com slash Bubba. Uh, I think uh, we'd all agree that everyone should be able to afford their medication. That's why we want you to check out goodrx.com dot com slash bubba is they'll help you find the lowest price on prescriptions every time with goodrx.com slash bubba you can instantly compare prices for your prescription at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save as much as 80 percent and it's free and i love that it's easy to use uh and many times it's often cheaper uh than using your insurance copay or even medicare so with GoodRx.com slash Bubba, you can find discounts for your prescriptions at over 70,000 pharmacies at places like CVS, Kroger, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, and more. This is the number one most downloaded medical app out there, and millions of Americans use it to get affordable health care every month. So join us and start saving up to 80% on your prescriptions today. Go to GoodRx.com slash Bubba. That's GoodRx.com slash Bubba and find a link as well, if you'd like to go that route, at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so we are back now, nine minutes till top of the hour. We appreciate all of you tuning in. Uh, they uh, just walked in. Uh, Nick did, uh, one of our new interns in McKenzie. They said that people are calling uh, during the kickoff hour, and he was really excited that they had screened their first phone call, but we just lost him. Okay. Uh, but he was all excited. Well, uh, you know, you remember that time you, you screened that first phone call. Yeah, He's like, man, this is I unbelievable. like it was yesterday. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> um, how about this? I don't know about you guys. Have you ever lost your wallet? Have I ever? Yes. Yes. It's a terrible feeling, isn't it? Don't my really carry one anymore. My phone, I've lost them all. You've lost them all? I, I have lost keys. I've lost wallet. I've lost, you know, and, and the, really the wallet thing it's awful now. I mean, because you got to cancel everything. Oh, yeah. Got to go get you a new driver's license. And you know, the minute you do all that, you're gonna find it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the bad part. Well, we've got a guy here that had a stolen wallet, and it got returned here recently after 20 years of it missing. 20 well, years. Uh, a little late. A Scottish man recently got um, 
uh, a blast from the past. It says here he lost his. Years. He he uh, he says he lost his wallet two two decades ago, but then here it, it says it was stolen. So I don't know. He misplaced it. He was taken. I don't know. But he's thirty seven. Lost his wallet at a pub in two thousand and one, wow. and he finally recovered it Saturday, May 29th, according to the New York Post. All right, where was it at the pub? A message he received at the time described. Uh, a black wallet that contained a work pass and cards, which expired in 2004. Okay. When he finally received his long-lost wallet, he found it still with his Bank of Scotland ID card, a home uh, rental membership card, and a number of other personal items still in it. So, I, no I, cash. I guess. <laughs> I guess maybe the stolen part. They might have just taken cash. I Does don't it know. say where they found it? I mean, was it where it just, in the area he had left it, or somebody found it thrown in a? dumpster or uh it just says here that it was a little weathered which you can ex- imagine and and here's a picture of it yeah uh it just says that apparently uh someone i guess came across this and 20 saw years. that he you know had his id in there and and figured out how to find him and um and ended up getting it to him how about that uh the um it says the scott the scottish restaurant and pub where he uh his wallet was lost slash stolen, uh, was found, which was said to have been discovered uh, in a nearby hedge. So maybe maybe outside the, the restaurant or something. It sounds like to me if someone stole it, to your point, they took the cash, threw the wallet out, and maybe somebody came across it somehow. You know, J.C., his wallet, you know, now nowadays – the way the you know these sweatpants and they have these really loose oh, pockets yeah. and you got to be careful. I mean, you could sit you down and it just slide plop. out and you not even know it yeah. happened to him. And um, he's like, "Hey, I, I've I've lost my wallet." And you're like, "You're kidding me." He goes, "I have a feeling I know where it is, but they're closed." A lot of you times know? you'll find it wedged in the seat beside yeah. where you yeah. in the car. So he uh, he he contacted them and they kind of giggled and said, "Well, you, you'll never probably never find it." You know, nowadays people aren't returning wallets. No. You know, uh, but about two days later they called and said, "Actually, we did find it, and it was um, uh, it was beside a garbage can where it looked like somebody had gone through it, and everything's intact. It's just, did you have any cash?" He said, "Yeah, I did. I had a little bit of cash, and they just now they just want to take the cash and throw. They don't care about." I'm not going to try to get the card, and I don't want your driver's license. I just want the cash. Of course, we still got new cards and stuff in case they wrote something down, just out of precaution. But they just took his cash and threw How about the wallet the down. When one time I left mine in Walmart, I guess when I was paying, I said it and walked off. Mm. I get home, and you're trying to remember where you had oh. your wallet, and I called, and I thought, no way. And the lady said, "Let me check, see if anybody turned it in." She came back, and said, "Yep," and I thought. Because I thought no way that you know it's either yeah. somebody kept it or it's just or maybe I I can't even remember where I'd left it, but I, that's so relieved when you hear that. Oh yeah, I, I one time I had put my keys down and I was at a retail store looking for clothes I think for one of the boys or something and and I had gym shorts on and I don't know why I had the, my keys in my hand I have no idea why yeah. but I think I was looking at jeans or something and, and I set it down and I I went to leave paid for it went to the car and realized man I don't have my keys and I had to go in that store and start looking through that entire store to find them and ended up finding them uh, probably about thirty minutes later under some clothes on one of the oh, shelves oh you were so relieved and I just I don't know why I just put them down and just kept on that's moving. when your hands doing stuff and your mind's not involved <laughs> yeah you do yeah. that a lot oh though. yeah. Where'd I put that? <laughs> Why'd I put that there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or pick some up and take off with it. Yeah. I mean, like time Rick took Hamza's keys home with him, we nobody knew why. 
Right. He yeah. was adamant that he didn't have yeah. them. That's mm-hmm. what was funny. Yeah. Reese was in the middle of telling me something the other day, and I said, hold on, son. And I just walked out. He goes, where are you going? I'm in the middle of talking. I was like, I'm thinking about something, and if I don't do it right now, I'll, I'll forget. Yeah. I said, when you get to my age, that's what you got to do. He goes, oh, okay. Just kind of looked at me weird like, yeah. why are you going to the garage right now? Yeah. Hey, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? And then once you got up to the garage, you forgot why you were there. <laughs> yeah, then you stood there and went and looked around. <laughs> and then went back in and finished the conversation. <laughs> Oh, this is something else. But no, 20 years after his wallet went missing, it what's so weird is that everything is still in it. I mean, look at this. IDs, Bank of Scotland card. He's got a couple of bank cards in here. Uh, some other credit cards. Everything's still intact. Everything there. It's like a time capsule, he said. <laughs> he that, it is. It's because yeah. it's really, you can't use any of it. No. Everything's expired. No. Or, yeah. Uh, it is like a time capsule, real life time capsule. Mm. Where y'all at on time capsules? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's. A, uh, I've yeah. never been the guy that you dig does, a little hole and bury I, something. Yeah, I've never done that with the family I, or anything. But I, I, I think it's pretty like neat that people like do. That. Yeah, I mean, I've never. I'm like you. I've never done it. I'm not anti. Yeah. Well, you went in. Eh. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> because you bear it and you go. All right, see you in 20 years. Amanda and I used to do <laughs> these things. Well, this is this is. This is not really a time capsule, but it's along those same lines. Oh, like when we've got a time capsule. Well, but when we first got married, we wrote we wrote down like where you. do we want to be in five years? Like very specific on things that we okay. wanted oh. and those things. Okay, then we would do one Set for ten years and stuff like that. Not really a time capsule. I've never done. I would like to do that. I guess. Of course, my kids are probably old enough now where they think it's silly. Hey yeah, y'all! They, hey everybody, grab cool. grab something to put in the time capsule. And we'll dig it up later, <laughs> and then we're gonna dig this up when y'all graduate. Yep. <laughs> I saw. I, 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 wants to do it. Yeah, I saw a note that you had written like ten years ago. Uh, it was in my office. I don't know how. It was like under my desk, <laughs> and it said, "Make, make Greg my best friend." <laughs> Here huh? we go. And no, I just thought, well, I mean, I wonder how he feels like he's done. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. I think that was your right. I'm close. Yeah. Got a little more work to do. <laughs> <laughs> I've extended it another five years. Okay, right, well, right. They're my friends. Watch it. Watch yeah. it. I'd Most like to see us three do a time capsule. There, right. I said it. Uh, what would we put in it? I don't know. We have to, I got to think about it. I want it to be really <laughs> monumental. Something good. <laughs> you know, now that movie. Zip up sweater. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Uh, we could spend more time together now that movie theaters are open. We could go see another movie. We should together. start that back up. If Top Gun comes on. We're going. Hey, buddy, you and Top Gun. Uh, if Top Maverick. Gun, <laughs> we've lost you if Top Gun stops. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> Y'all ain't fired up about Maverick, Top Gun too. <laughs> I just think you need to woe on it just a yeah, little bit. I know. Whoa. It's not going to be near as good as I think. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh. It brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blood. It is six Rick minutes Bubba, past Rick the hour. The Rick and Bubba show, a brand new hour has begun. And we thank you for being here. We'll get you very far. This hour starts as it has been doing. So uh, the attack on America back on 9-11. We started with the national anthem. can you see by the dawn's early light 
What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still It is eight minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, a brand new hour, has begun. And we are so thankful that you are here. And uh, let's unpack it. Uh, We'll go through the stories of the day. We'll take your phone calls. The Will of Meat is in play again today. Could happen. A couple of new interns are taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. As uh, Rick and Bubba University has allowed the students who are enrolled to return to class, uh, and they have returned this week. Uh, so we'll get that done. The kickoff hours have been provided by Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Adler. They're all here and ready to go with us as we go forward. Look right there. Look right there. There he sits, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup of Shakespeare's worst nightmare and a master of the kind's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Thank you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. 27 going on, 28 years. Come on now. You know, sometimes, I don't know why, but this whole town just seems so hopeless. I ain't really sure, but it seems I remember the good times with just a little bit more in focus.
to stop Ask myself why I done it It just seems so useless to have to work so hard And nothing ever really seemed to come from it And then she looks me in the eye As soon as we know that forever Heartbreakers, the late Tom Petty. The but, late, but we're, we're out living a lot of folks, aren't we? Yeah, you know, older, I saw uh, I saw a special on him, mm-hmm. and it had to do with his last concert, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a guy that covered him, and uh, you know, I, I didn't realize he had a lot of health problems. Oh yeah, um, had some hip things, yep, and yep, uh, yep. they showed him walking off stage after the last concert he did, and he kind of stumbled. Mm. And uh, they talked about how much pain he was in, a lot of pain medicine to get, oh, yeah. get concerts mm. done. But Very he, Prince-like. He loved it so much, he he went out there and did mm-hmm. it. And uh, So, it, yeah, it was really informative. I forgot what uh, well, it was. Well, thanks for letting me know about uh, this. I mean, I, I, there's, it sounds like there's a Tom Petty documentary yeah, that I haven't it, seen. It, it was a good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I don't even know what it was on. And I think I saw it back when we were off for a week. So I, I don't know where it was. But it, it was really good. They had all that footage from the last uh, concert. And uh, How cool. Yeah, it was really neat. Greg and I got a chance to see him together. That was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. right there. And we we, we did the famous thing where we guessed what the first song would be. <laughs> <laughs> do, you do you remember what it was? I do. Running down the drink. Running down the drink. And uh, you know, speaking do you remember Jackson Brown opening up? I do. Yeah. Had forgotten it, but now I, I do. Know, that's what I had too. <laughs> Need a few more hits from Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there's no way that y'all looked at that little video I sent y'all last night. It it actually came from the Millie Vanilli world, but, but it was. It was really interesting was on that uh, on the producer from Germany who was behind all that, Bubba. and this wasn't his first time to do it, and not his last, by right. the way. Well, here's he, the, he really was the bird in all this. Well, I, I didn't see it. Yeah, I, it's totally I, different than what some okay. of the accounts I had read. Uh, uh, but because Bubba, you know, went we we they came up yesterday during the naming of an intern. Ooh. We have Millie Vanilli Wafer mm. is a new intern, but. Um, the thing that, and I had not really thought about it, and I mentioned it yesterday when we were doing all this. The reason why that doesn't really surprise me is that the in the early days of music, this was actually very common. Yeah, yeah. They used these studio singers mm-hmm. and backup singers, and then they would put another group out there singing the songs as if it was them that they thought had a better look. It, it happened well, all the time. I, I mean, hmm. even even from uh, you know what's done in the studio now, a lot of times it's not the band people playing. No, in this on the studio mm-mm, cut, mm-mm. Uh, because studio mu- musicians, as they pointed out in this thing I sent you last night, a lot of times don't want a tour. They're they're right. they're at a musical level. They just want to go to work and have a normal life, and they like what they do. They go in, they play different things mm-hmm. for different people, and uh, get paid nicely for it. But they don't want to be on the road. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be in a band out. Some of them do, but a lot of them don't. Yeah. And uh, so. You know this this guy not only was doing the the musical part of it, he was doing the vocal part of it too. Mm-hmm. So and it's uh, it, it was interesting. Y'all need to watch yeah, it. It was pretty I, good. I, I like anything that has to do with 
behind the scenes of the music well, business. Well, it, it, it is the Millie Vanilli story, but don't it's not necessarily about them and their singing. It's about the whole story and yeah, how, that sounds interesting. how the, just the music scene. The main guy, this Fabian guy, who's a producer in Germany, it's really more about him mm-hmm. and what he was doing sure. and what some of these people who stayed quiet and and when they came out. I mean, there was a, you see the whole group, the whole bunch, the girls, the guys, mm-hmm. everybody sung on Can I ask you this? All right, so talk back to Tom Petty and, and death. So – I know that when people die, we still show their movies, show their TV shows, and mm-hmm. play their songs. That that's normal, okay? right? Right. But is it? Do you find it a little odd because you know Tom Petty has his own satellite channel that's just nothing but Tom Petty, mm-hmm. and that they still have him doing his breaks and stuff because Tom liked radio. You know, he even did right. the, the right. album The Last DJ, and he would get on there and like jock a little bit on his on his little on his Tom Petty channel. I didn't hmm. know they were still and, uh-huh. they, and and they still play those. And <laughs> there's something about that that bothers me. Yeah, I don't have I any, any, I don't have any problem with him singing because, I mean, those songs are yeah. – yeah. Well, look, we still listen to Casey Kasem. You're right. It, it's Yeah, you're right. You know, those but, kind of things. But the let, way let he is, he's like cutting said about up that. And, and, and making funnies, and you're kind of like, well, he's Rick, I'll have to find that documentary hmm. for you because it has them when they first started, and uh, they were all in a band together. Mud Crutch. Yes, and, and the fact that they would call the local radio station and request their song. Oh, yeah, that's – I mean, come on. And, and all the things <laughs> – yeah, I mean, that's, it, it was hilarious because they had some pictures of them sitting around dialing the local radio oh, yeah. station. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah. But look, when I was doing campus radio, I would I would be on the radio promoting the band that I was in like I wasn't in it. Like, you need to go see them. Don't miss this. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make it work. You got to make it happen. 16 minutes past. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day 22 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is, no is the number. Well, uh, it, it appears, Bubba, that um, the name Karen has been damaged by the pandemic. Wow. Uh, have, have you seen this? Yeah, I saw the new baby name list yeah. coming out, and apparently Karen has taken a nosedive. The the naming oh, of, of girls Karen has gone down here. Look, I know. It's uh, the lowest in how many years? Uh, it, it's way down. But, well, just like, you know, your daughter didn't like uh, that Bruce Jenner chose the name he chose. Right. I mean, you know, some, right. uh, you feel bad for the people that already have the name, and the name starts going south. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, your fault. But, but what people are saying is, well, my daughter's not going to have the name going forward. I mean, so the... The the name uh, Karen uh, has has dropped substantially. It said fewer and fewer people are naming their babies Karen, according to Yahoo News. The name dropped 171 spots on the list of the most common baby names mm. over 2020. I mean, look at it. It just it just pummeled. It, it it really fell off. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, if something we've talked about <laughs> this. I mean, I, this, now this is a, this is not to the degree of Karen. So be careful. I mean, is anybody out there going to name your child Adolf? Anybody? Mm. Well, there was a few. I mean, there was a few after that, but you don't hear it as much no, now. No, Adolf Coors. Yeah, yeah, right. Adolf uh, Rupp. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Adolf Rupp. Yeah, I mean that's it's his name's on the building now. True. Do you, can I tell you this? And I don't know how I'm going to use Adolf uh, Adolf uh, Rupp and all the, and, and then I, and then I'm going to work my way all the way back to Stroh's beer. 
But do you remember the Stroh's beer commercials? And I thought they had some of the best commercials that oh, everybody yeah. ever, you know, because everybody was, you know. It's going to blow. The, the, the one, the, no, the one I, I still love to this, and the reason why this comes up is I actually met a, a new family, and they are connected to the part of Michigan where Stroh's beer was made. Yeah. And they were talking about that that was big. I guess big. It, did, it did just go away. I don't know. Just, but I still remember the one that I thought the best one they did is that guy has been walking for miles with nothing to drink, and he's about to die. Cool. I'm talking about it's that desert kind of thing. And he, <laughs> yeah, fi- he, I remember this. Remember, and he walks into the saloon in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and he comes in, and he says, and he hadn't drank. And, I mean, he, I mean, he's, he's on the edge of death. He says, y'all got any Stroh's beer? He said, no, buddy, we don't. Got some nice cool water, though. And he goes, kind of have my heart set on the Stroh's. And he turns around <laughs> and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a great commercial. Uh, I'm Baptist, so I never drank the Stroh's, but I mean, I just right. uh But anyway, um, so Karen is taking a hit. But I mean, look, be honest, guys. If you're having a daughter right now, based on what we've been through with the pandemic, you going to name mm. her Karen? Mm. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm, I don't think so. <laughs> if it's a family name, you know, you might want to go with that. But uh, do you stick it over there in the, as a middle name or something? Okay. All right, now let, now, There's I, something going on at our house right now with my son calling Caroline Karen. Uh-oh. And oh, it is – oh, you're, you're done And I'm with done with it, by the way. <laughs> who but, calling uh, who? Braden is calling Your Caroline Karen. Karen. Okay, Karen. I mean, it's one of those deals. Just to get on her nerves. Yeah, just, it's the only reason. And she's giving it. him the rise he wants, so exactly. he's staying with oh, And I keep telling her, hey, Caroline, listen, you're just, giving him exactly what he wants. Oh, yeah. Okay? As, a, as a big brother, I, I'd be all over that. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, I didn't uh, say that, Mom. Karen did. Right. <laughs> yeah, she's policing the house, Karen. Yeah, that's good. See what I mean? Would you name? I know. You know? Uh-huh. And, uh, and like, I, I, I mean, I don't want to. Like, are like when did when there are certain cutoff because you know it is bad if a name you know becomes something that is off color, and you know that. And yeah. me being named Richard, it was close call for me. Man. But what I'm saying is, does anybody use that? Um, you know, because my name is Rick, which is short for Richard. But if you look at my name, it's Richard. Yeah, and and I didn't pick up the other possibility, right? Uh, you know, because mm-hmm. I think my parents said we're not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. So does anybody use that anymore? I know. I mean, I, I don't think so. No. I mean, would not he, if you're under the age. Would, it, would anybody age. say, you know, we just named our new baby boy Richard so and so so, and we're going to call him? No, I don't. I mean, nobody does. Good store that's proud of it. But. <laughs> yeah. I, now, how that got out of the yeah, marketing I, meeting, I'll I'd never had know. To, I'd had to raise my hand at the table on that one. Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, on that sporting goods store, I don't know whether that's somebody's first name or last name. Whatever it was, yeah, I would have said at the table, let's go with your other name. Yeah. Uh, let, let's say that was your first name and your last name, you know, was Williams. And then it would be Williams Sporting Goods. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and and if that was your last name and your first name was say Ron, uh, it would be Ron Sporting Goods. Yes, <laughs> anything, Rick. I, I Carter, how about this? I would have walked away from that name in any how about way that good I could. time sports. <laughs> yeah, good time right. advanced sports. <laughs> you say good time sports. Anything, <laughs> right? So, yeah. Mr. Morris and Mr. Cheney are really the only two that I know that use this name, mm-hmm. and they're in their what sixties? No, seventies now. Probably seventies. You, you forget how old Bubba and I are. So I don't know anybody mm-hmm. below. I, I don't know anybody else using that name. Right. I don't think on that, a daily basis. So will we see? Hey, Car- call me this. Right. Will, will we see Karen fade away? Possibly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Rick, it was already. Did, did you mention the rank on this? So yeah, I said, that, I was I, I said it, it. I said it dropped uh, all the way down to one seventy one. Well, all, I mean, sorry, one hundred seventy one spots. It yeah, it, yeah, it was already six hundred and sixtieth. Yeah, now it's and it way fell down. all the way to eight hundred and thirty first. Yep. So yep. that's a long way. That's a big drop. Yep. Did you know that the term calling someone a Karen came from Mean Girls? I did not know that. 
the movie. Mm. Oh, okay, I didn't know where it originated. I that, didn't either. That's the origin. I have not. I did not know that. I don't think I saw the movie. <laughs> if I did, I don't recall it. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, isn't that the one that like I remember seeing like the trailer of it? It's and when funny, that when that Lindsay Lohan in that yeah. bunch? Yeah. yeah, it's a funny. Tina Fey wrote it. It's funny. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Well, just the name. It's about mean girls. high school girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being just mean the name yeah. Mean Girls is whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. It's, they are mean, by the Whoa, way. Oh boy. Oh, it's it's brutal. Uh, brutal. Yes. Every time somebody has a female child, when they start approaching it, I just tell them the world of your yeah. sons, and 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 look, life's cruel. Period. It to is. a degree. Yeah. But it's the most cruel on young females, Ooh. and and the social world Man. they find themselves in. That is the most cruel. Yeah. I mean, hey, hey, women, women are awful. Yeah, I know, I know. We get it's everybody. Everybody's always running men down. Hey, women are awful. <clears throat> women are mean, and they they are vicious <laughs> to each yeah. other. And I mean, yeah, buddy. I mean, yeah. I, you, hey, you're, if you are a female right now, I'm not saying anything. And you're a friend with another female. I assure you, that friendship is hanging by a thread. That thing at the end at any moment. <laughs> that that uh, you know, it's guys, like a powder keg. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like guys, we we we'll, you'll see somebody that you that's like even a pretty good friend, and and he may just disappear off the face of the planet. And you not see him for five years. I'm not somebody used to like. Yeah. First of all, you never even check where he went. No. And then, then, <laughs> and then all you of a sudden, you see him and you're right back. You see him in a meeting three and you pick right back up. Yeah. Like you never yeah. let go. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, buddy. What's, what's up? up? A woman won't do that. No, no. no. Didn't even take time to call me. <laughs> they might say, call me. We'll take your phone calls next. I'm not on fire, but call me. <laughs> hey, Bert. <laughs> call me. I'm not on fire, but call me. <laughs> Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Uh, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. Well, I was rolling down the road in some cold blue steel. I had a all right, so let me point you here uh, to HelloFresh.com. You're going to love this. Are you doing this yet? Make the move. Uh, make this happen with HelloFresh. Uh, 28% cheaper uh, than going out to the local grocery store and trying to figure out what you can do for meals because they send you everything that you need. You just go to these uh, these wonderful recipes the chefs have put together, and every kind of menu option you could think of is there. You pick what you want at your house. Uh, they send you the meals based on what you ordered. You do prepare the meals, but the recipe and all the ingredients are there in its individual bag. You get it on the table in 20 to 30 minutes. The family is enjoying great food around the table. You're preparing it. You can be teaching your kids how to cook this way. It's a great way to do that. Uh, and you're saving money all at the same time. Could could anything be better? Meal time does not have to be stressful. It really doesn't. What about that feeling when you go, well, hello, fresh. I know what I'm doing this week. My meals are already done. And they're and they're here and they're and they're ready to go and all I got to do is prepare them uh, and you it's a new you know sometimes you get stuck in a rut you know you're like hey are we just eating these we just rotating these same five dinners over and over again you also get to try some new stuff so we're going to get you twelve free meals so and free shipping uh, for a limited time if you'll go use that promo code Bubba at HelloFresh.com we also put a link for you at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button put HelloFresh to work for you to the phones let's go to the phone Kentucky. Sam is standing by. Sam, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today, buddy? 
Bubba, I got a bone to pick with you. Come on. Adolf Rupp and Adolf, Adolf Rupp and Adolf Hitler will be pretty close in the same age. So don't take that name in vain with Adolf Rupp. Shame on you. Shame on you. Go no, Kentucky guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just, no, I'm basically, just they're around the same age, so they, they wouldn't have. You're talking about since Adolf Hitler and his. Yeah. I was just naming people who got yeah, Adolf, Adolf Kuhr is probably the same hey, thing. Brother, I'm sure it was a great him. example. That it you was. Gave. We know Adolf yeah. Kuhr no, is probably. No disrespect to Big Blue. The I cats mean, are back. Let's go, cats. The cats are back, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were saying that there had. <laughs> the cats once, never really left. Once though, Adolf right? was established as a negative, you didn't mm-hmm. hear it anymore. Mm-hmm. Correct. And uh, so, but so there were Adolfs, but they were around that time. Right. Yes. That's all. Cat. Subline cat. Take the name off the arena, and I mean today. I mean, it is interesting that, you know, all this thing where we do this, where we go back in history. and <laughs> well, it, We might as well. well no, 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 no. No, no, no. I don't want that I to happen. I think there has been discussion of that already, by the way. There's no doubt. If if we're going to – this is what gets me about our, inco- in, my, our inconsistency of our emotional worldview versus yeah. a logical, educated worldview that, that you actually use, you know, some sort of common sense. But if we have decided that we go back in time – and we make the people back in time, and we judge them by the standard of the things that that are, are current. If that's what we're going to do, yeah. well, where does that end? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's somebody crazy. goes, well, you know, he, he didn't. This hadn't happened when he. Well, it doesn't matter. Hey, no offense, Big Blue. Come on, Big Blue. Now you didn't stir Blue up. Yeah, well, I'm just giving you some examples. Boy, Bob. Let's go to Bruce in Nashville, the Music no, City, checking in. None of the beer drinkers called. Be mad at Greg. I know. <laughs> Hard to get them upset. <laughs> <laughs> they hold they hold him in reverence, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bruce, go ahead, buddy. My friend's sister's cousin was headed to Missouri, and when they got there, they told him they wouldn't accept a vaccine from somebody from Ohio. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> what? He's making fun of the call. Ohio. <laughs> Ohio. That's still pretty good. That's good, Bruce. It's really, really good. It's 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 a little mean, but it's good. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It's it's early, and it was yeah. dead, dead on. By yeah. the way, <laughs> well, he do you think he worked on that all night? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Well, Bruce, won't, I'll tell you something about Bruce. He understands. Uh-huh. Now, every now and then, I ha- I have to sprinkle him because he he's almost got it. Mm-hmm. His, his frequency is just about right. He's a little bit off, but he's he's almost got it. But I will say this: I I answered the Bruce from Nashville calls with some confidence that he's not gonna. I'll ne- I I've, I haven't yet to answer it and regret taking his call. Right? No, you're right. He, he usually brings up. He to delivers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, that, no, he normally delivers. So knowing that, I think that uh, I think he probably did. He probably did work on it. Uh, let's go to uh, John in Alabama. John, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. <laughs> Man, yeah, I wanted to talk about the fact that the name John has been disparaged. There's John that we- mm. Dag Something about John. Yeah, something about John and, and its history. It's just, well, he was he, he was trying to take us down a road that John had been damaged somehow, but his phone was so damaged we could never right, hear that yeah. point. No right. matter what his name is. Yeah. It was yeah, I, John think, runs in our family. I, I think a lot. you're going to have, you know, your basic Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're going to be pretty yeah. solid. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, they're, they're going. They, they got a lot of momentum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jim in Athens. Jim, go ahead. Hey guys, serious business. There is or was a lawyer in Huntsville, Alabama, with the same last name as the sporting goods store, and his name was Richard. And they called him. Doug. All right. <laughs> you just. <laughs> All right. I got it. That, that, that is a that is a 
a much more common last name than you would think. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. I, 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 mean, I, yeah, I, know, I know, I know. Uh, yeah. Family. We all used to work for one. I know. Uh, we did. Yeah. yeah, we did. I know. I know another <laughs> another girl that that was her maiden name. I know. Um, I, I met a, Treat a, me like a a contractor. That was his name. Uh, well, if you remember, Greg, when we worked for the broadcasting company, it had the same name as the sporting goods store. We right. said on the air. We, we said the name of their broadcast company, and we said, uncomfortable to say, but a great place to work. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's, that was that's our, the best that was, way to put it. But I knew yeah. what his punchline was there. Mm-hmm. And, sure. And, yeah. you know, I heard the word double coming up. I said, no, yeah, that'll I'm do out. It. No, I'm yeah. out. That'll do it. Right. That'll uh, do it. Uh, let's go to uh, – Yeah, former used to come on a lot. Yeah. Mr. Morris. Yeah. You remember, yeah we used to love for it, you to call it, and ask it, for him. It, it led to your unfortunate – Yeah. Uh, no, no, the one you said was involved Dick Clark, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, but – I. Well, I did like him. No, you did. Now, you yeah. love was the I th- word. I you think love. Right. Well, you sure I mean, did. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we didn't let you but forget it. it. And let me say this. If you're going to say that you, you love. you say that out loud? Let me say this. If you're going to say on the air right. that you love a person with that name, do first and last. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Rick, that, is, that yes. is a good rule of thumb. That is yeah. a great rule. And don't scream it Especially out. in this room. <laughs> in this room, yeah. and, and, Rick, don't scream it. No. Just say it. Oh, yeah. Don't be no. so excited about yeah. it. Rick, well. and Rick, and preferably not a hand motion. <laughs> hey, right. buddy. Don't be ad, animated. You're yeah, adding that. Don't be animated. That's an ad. <laughs> that's an ad. <laughs> but I, when I would call to. That's an ad. When I, when it I, was bad enough. When I it, when I would call and ask for Mr. Morris to get him on the phone for the interview, he would because he would say, "I don't have you don't have to call me that." And I'm like, "Well, I can't." Right. I wanted to say I couldn't ask for no, the other. No, what you do on things like that, like with Mr. Morris, mm-hmm. is when he says you don't have to call me Mr. Morris, you just clarify. Yeah, I actually do. <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. do. Unless you change your name just, to Frank. It's our policy. <laughs> <do we? laughs> I love it. That's good, Greg. Just call me by my first name. You willing to change it, to Frank? <laughs> <laughs> We got a deal. <laughs> That's right. I will call you by your first name if you get a new one. Okay. <laughs> it can't be Karen. Right. Yeah, not in Karen. We can't do that. Uh, let's go James, Birmingham, Alabama, 104.7 WZZK. James, go ahead. Hey, I got a buddy. He told me that they use Karen as a name for a female part, very derogatory. I didn't believe him. But uh, so I was watching a TV show, and somebody called another girl a Karen. So I do believe that's probably why they're not using the name Karen anymore because it's. I, mean, I had no idea. I'm 51. Don't pay attention to that crap. Well, it has whether that's true or not. It, we started using it for people who are nosy mm-hmm. in your business, tattletales, trying to call everybody out. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So I, I don't know what road you're on there, but I think we had plenty again. And once again, I think we had plenty. It, Karen was yeah. just easier to say than Mrs. Kravitz. Yes, <laughs> so much easier. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Ethan out of the great state of Alabama. Ethan, go ahead. Hey, fellas, I got a couple things for you. Uh, first things first, Rootie. 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 Secondly, I was going to ask Helmsy about PT, if he had tried physical therapy yet. But before you answer that, where's Tommy been? We ain't heard from Tommy in a I know. Oh, yeah, New York, money. Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Yeah. 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 Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's a I great question. I think Bubba made him mad. I think your heart is famous. I didn't make him mad. How? <laughs> I do. I really do. What did we do? I don't make people mad. Bubba pushed I'll him on his own problem. I'm the nice one here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Speedy got his name wrong. Right. Huh? You, what do you use? This makeup stuff <laughs> yeah, day? Pretty much. <laughs> huh? Yep. Make I thought it was stuff. egg day. Well, let's face it, Greg. If you, I mean, if you're named Tommy Speedy, probably don't love you. He doesn't. 
That's his See, here comes the Burgess boys. Watch <laughs> out, everybody. <laughs> watch out, everybody. Yeah, tag him. Tag Uh oh. Watch out. Off the top ring rope. They're forming momentum. Don't let them draft. Quick, go to break. Hey, hey, there they are. They're going to the front. <laughs> They're drafting. <laughs> Jake and Bacon. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. I had it, buddy. <laughs> More Rick and Bubba. Greg, today's a big unnecessary ad day. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG, our number. O'Reilly Auto Parts, upcoming events tonight. Winfield, Alabama. Excited Winfield. The home of Mule Day. Uh, We're going to be there. Winfield Baptist Church kicking off the men's discipleship strategy from the manchurch.com. Manchurch tonight. That's the service uh, where we uh, do a little praise and worship. Have a little message of challenge, men talking to men like men, and then the opportunity for those men to roll into the curriculum for the high equipping uh, and the small group opportunities that will be presented tonight. We provide all this at demandchurch.com if you need it for your community or your church. We'll help you any way we can and excited about tonight. So we'll kick that off. It's free. Uh, All you have to do is be there. Uh, So looking forward to seeing all of you there tonight. Uh, all right, so Bubba, do you do you want to talk about what you just told us, or do you want me to give you a COVID update? Which you, you one? You know, I, I'm trying to get more information okay. on this because I, I had something very strange I found this morning. Well, it, I mean, it happens, um, mm-hmm. but I, I want to be sure I've got my facts right here because something is not adding up to this. Okay, all so right. let me let me double check. So there's a mystery at your home, but we need more information before we discuss. Yeah, it. yeah, mm-hmm. it's a real mystery. Really? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. What? I mean, very. It, you're it, like, hey, it, is this is this beyond the that time we had to try to identify where animal sound you kept hearing outside? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of at that level. Okay, all right. Uh oh, <laughs> boy. Well, let me double check. It doesn't involve no shoulders, does it? No, oh, no, 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 no. It involves water again. Believe oh, what? My goodness. Not that. Not that problem. You know what? Your new, not that problem. Your new nicknames will be H two O. I ain't never <laughs> seen people have more water issues. Yeah. Huh? No, I kind of feel it's, the same you way. Do. Well, this know. one's strange. I mean, we got to the bottom of the other one. I mean, it took, took but this a while, one, this one's but, still uh, unsolved. Well, yeah, it is right now. It's very strange. What if we did a, a docu series on our YouTube channel, Bubba's Unsolved Water Mysteries? Yeah, he's had a handful. Boy, yes. man, counting at the farm and home. Oh, no, gracious! I know. All right, so get more information. We'll make it to that for the show, though. Oh my! The High Priest of Hell. Problematic, Doctor Fauci. Uh oh, things are things are getting a little rough in <laughs> Fauci land. Uh, so James Woods uh, has stolen Bubba's James line. Woods. He's got he had a picture of Fauci after this latest thing with some uh, the the old information act. Will, will get you some information. Yeah. He even got it in the name. And James Woods, Bubba has already put out the you know the actor who used to have work before he became conservative. And now he can't you know nobody wants him anymore. Boy, he's a hardliner. Bubba, too. you know what he said? I want to know what he knew and when he knew it. That's right. That's mm-hmm. what y'all. You yeah. have to say. I want to know what he knew. Take glasses off. And when he knew it. Yep. So we we're finding well, out. It looks like the Fauci lied under oath. Is what it looks. Like. And, and that's mm-hmm. not good. And let's, of course now you know. We, I didn't it, lie. The good news is if you lie <laughs> if you lie under oath and you're beloved by the left, they'll they'll cover for you. 
if it, if history is any indicator of that. Yep. yep. And uh, but but Fouch, um, the old phrase "gain of function" in the Wuhan lab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that remember that is a term when they are manipulating these viruses and they make them more potential than they were. Mm-hmm. They they move them forward on the evolutionary scale. That's called gain of function. And you think, well, why would anybody ever want to do that? Well, what they do is they take some of these viruses, they move them ahead seven, eight jumps, okay? Maybe maybe that virus evolves one jump every two or three years. They mm-hmm. move it seven or eight ahead, and then they, they try to find out what things work against it. So you're prepared in the future. Yep. That's, that's the only way you can do it. But at the same time, when you move this thing ahead, it now is very dangerous out in the world because no one has immunity to it. Yeah, that, we if don't, you're if you're talking about the old virus, some people have immunity to it. If you're one jump ahead, you have some immunity to it. You know what this is like? You get five or six down the line, your body goes, "I have no idea what that is. I'm sick and I might die." Well, you're giving the virus an unfair advantage against your a body's ability yes. to adjust to it. But to prepare for that. They have to move it forward Mm -hmm. to test medicines and drugs and responses that we will need in the future. But the problem is now you've created a monster in the laboratory that you cannot allow to get out. And that that really, frankly, looks like what happened with this. Well, it looks like in these emails that Fouch knew that this was potentially the problem, though pretending that Mm -hmm. there was no way that could have happened. Well, that was kind of the question. You remember uh, Rand Paul was really pushing him on this, saying – Look, we don't want to, the U.S. dollars to be funding these these acts uh, uh, where you're moving these viruses ahead uh, because it's just too dangerous. Because you know what happens? They always end up escaping. There's no situation perfect. And in this particular lab, when it was looked at yep. prior to all this, yep. there was a report that they needed to be using level four security and I don't know exactly, but that's like the highest level of mm-hmm. protective clothing and, and entry and exit, you know, scanning and all this stuff. And they were only at level two. Mm-hmm. So there were already deficiencies in their protocol for safety. Well, if I recall correctly, Bubba, to, in, in the point you just made, that was that was talked about early yeah. on. Yep. Hey, we went and inspected and we didn't like what we found. It was not a security. Well, that was even before yeah. this happened, right. see, because we had some partnership with this lab from Fauci's bunch. They'd give them a, a grant of $600,000. Correct. Mm-hmm. So those things are looked at when they do that, and they went, well, you know, this place here, they're not exactly up to speed on their security. So Fauci, Fauci's bunch gave the $600,000 Bubba just mentioned uh, from his agency to the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, who then passed it on to the Wuhan Institute of virology, right. So that's uh, and Rick, as, and, and they as, got all these emails about them talking about this, and now they're out. We don't have absolute proof. I doubt we will ever have absolute proof because China has made sure oh, that the people and the things involved in that were long destroyed, so that it couldn't be traced back. Sure. But as we reported over a year ago on this show in March, it looks like they were tampering with these viruses. They were moving them several steps ahead, and some got away. And that's what caused the worldwide pandemic we know now is COVID-19. That's what it looks like, but we can't prove it. Also, uh, we we found other emails from Fauci that are triggering some backlash that are just talking about the whole thing about masks. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they found one where he's being asked by some female about who's traveling. That he, he, he has the email with him for some reason. And should she wear a mask to the airport, to which Fauci's email says, masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected rather than protecting unaffected people from acquiring the infection. And, oh, by the way, the typical mask you buy at the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out the virus. The virus is so small it'll pass through that material. That's from Fauci. It's not what we were hearing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this, this whole— Here, And here's his final quote. I do not recommend you wear a mask, particularly since you're going to uh, a very low-risk location. Well, again, they the first lie that was told mm-hmm. did the most damage in public trust when they said, early on, you don't need a mask. Mm-hmm. Don't need a mask. They were trying to save the mask supply for the first-line workers in the hospital, which is the right thing to do. But don't lie to get to it, because now we have a public trust, and the public's trust in you is paramount in this, because we're looking to you for every detail of how to handle this pandemic, how we're going to deal with the vaccines, how they're going to be administered, how they're going to work. Are they dangerous? Are they safe? You know, and the whole relationship started with a lie. They should have just said, don't go get masks. Save them for the first-line workers. Until we get caught up on production. And this email features a little caveat to that. He's saying the ones you go pick up just at a typical grocery store, I mean uh, pharmacy, the, the virus is so small it'll pass right through it. Well, yeah, that was the original. And stuff. I had a bunch of pharmacists tell me that all along. What was the grade? What did, grade was it? 95. 95. Yeah. See, that's, that's not the typical man. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Warning, this program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Six minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, from the broadcast plaza and teleports, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all here. Uh, It's time to talk about uh, the World Health Organization, the big who. I woke up in a Soho, Norway, a policeman. Welcome back for a brand new hour. It is a Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. Thank all of you for being part of the fun. 
So let's look back on what we've done in case you just joined us. It's a big story today. Uh, now the Information Act, uh, all kinds of Fauci emails are now available. And what we have discovered, the thing about the mask was one thing, but the, the most daunting that we discovered is that he absolutely knew, his agency knew, uh, there was a group of people that knew uh, that uh, the the virus was being experimented with and tampered with in the Wuhan lab. Uh, and what's the term again? Uh, uh, no, uh, the, the term uh, of it. Uh, what gain of function. Gain of function. Yeah, yeah, I, had, yeah. I was rocking it last hour, and I, I lost gain of function during the top of the hour break. Uh-huh. Gain of function, meaning they were they were experimenting and taking these viruses many steps forward to, to, to come up with ways to combat it. I'm not saying it was being weaponized or anything like that. We knew that our own people said, hey, we've been to Wuhan lab. We don't like the security here. And they're discuss- the protocols for keeping this stuff safe. Right. And you see Fauci discussing with people that this is a very real, real possibility that this has gotten out of the poor uh, security, uh, poorly secured uh, lab. And they're talking about this openly. And it seems like Fauci is concerned about it. They're all concerned. And then Donald Trump began to talk about it. And because of the, the ridiculous world we now live in, it became more important to disagree with a president that they hated and a political party they hated more than getting us, the people, the information that we needed about what was going on. And you heard a reporter yesterday saying, well, the journalists, we absolutely did that. And you're going to see some more of that in our update here. So that was, that's why this is a big deal. Uh, and, uh, and you've got, um, you know, first of all, we have a, a clip that we'll play uh, from uh, concerning the World Health Organization uh, that is going to give us some, some light on this. And too. this is the former head of MI6, Sir Richard Dearlove. All right, so here we go. One ends up with a feeling of great suspicion about the uh, um, lack of independence in the WHO. I mean, it looks very much as though they have, in this instance, been manipulated. Do you think it's possible for the West to get the WHO to act as an honest, impartial broker? Do you think the Chinese influence is so great that it's not going to be able to behave objectively? Or can it be shamed into...? Well, it's possible it may be shamed, but I think, you know, in a way, the WHO, in my book at the moment, looks like a lost cause. And, you know, that should not probably be the agency which is going to deliver, I was going to say the truth, maybe that's too strong a word on the pandemic, but it's going to deliver material which gives us a clear understanding of what the hell happened so he's he's just saying look with the the chinese owns the who mm-hmm. so if, if you think you're going to depend on the who to shoot you straight that that's probably a foregone let that go mm-hmm. now where are the tie-ins here uh she's wife works for him she works yeah. for the H, uh who the right. head of china his wife works for him so do you think they're going to be critical of China in anything. No, and that was revealed again early on, and we just tr- – uh, The WHO would be a big N-O. Remember, <laughs> what, what <laughs> we're learning here, and we need to focus on this in the future, and I would say this to whether you have a worldview politically that seems to lean to the right. Doesn't or, matter. Or you this have doesn't a, matter. Or you have a worldview that seems to lead to the left. We, we as American people, with different worldviews and different views of how the government and constitution and all that, we have to agree on one thing. We, we can't have – manipulated organizations that that try to give us propaganda when it comes to something as dangerous as a pandemic and we're finding out that that all everybody did was run over and put on their team colors and they would just say whatever benefited their team they would they were not telling us the truth and 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 
I mean, we all got to agree that we really can't live in that world. I don't think the, the, the political right should do that. I don't think the political left should do that or political independence. No one should do it. Politics should not be involved or your love or hate of a president should not be involved in, in, in people living or dying when it comes to a pandemic and, and just saying, here, hey, straight up, here's what we're facing. And and we're all going to be honest with it. There's no why is this political that 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 we're talking about a Wuhan lab that that we were that Fauci and his bunch were funding to do some research that that they didn't have the protocol was not as secure as it should have been and it got out and it killed a lot of people. I know nobody wants to be held accountable for that. I get that. China doesn't want to lose face. No, but uh, but but we're finding out. Just so y'all know, because it's okay just to go look at the facts. You can read the emails yourself. They're out now. They absolutely thought this was a very strong possibility until Trump said it. Then they then they went a whole different way. Well, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of failures here, and one of the largest failures was of our media. Oh, yeah. Our media, our journalism is supposed to be the beacon of truth that holds everyone accountable. Our forefathers felt oh, very yeah. strongly about a yeah. free media, a free press, that would be the uh, you know the fact checker out there that would keep politicians uh, in line, but they have become political themselves, so they can't do that anymore. When they have already picked sides, which you know, do y'all remember journalism? You don't supposed to pick sides. If you want to be a commentator and do that like we do, that's fine. Do your thing, but the true journalists are supposed to give both sides of the story, give you the facts, let you decide. They got totally away from that, and they failed us on this. They're at fault in this as much as anybody because Mm -hmm. they had already decided we don't like Orange Man. We're out to get Orange Man. We know that from CNN. Zucker, I mean, he was he was tape recorded in meetings saying they were going to do everything they could to stop him. That's the head of CNN. Uh, Orange Man, bad. That's <laughs> not being a free watchdog media. That's being an activist, a political activist. Orange Man, bad. So they failed us in this, and they're still failing us in this. Orange Man say, Wuhan, we no say it no more. They uh, absolutely so, turned turn their back on the facts <laughs> because they didn't like what Donald Trump said, and they were going to go against anything he said. Do you realize how dangerous and silly yeah. that is? Yeah, it's, 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 it's like a third. It's like a three-year-old. So, did you hear what Bubba said? So, the media's stance is do opposite of what Trump's saying. If he says something, just don't do research to see if it's true. Just oppose him and say yeah, it's because a they could theory. not that's, they that's could not stomach and, the thought of getting on the air, actually doing the research and having to look in that camera and say President Trump was right. Could not do that. Would not do that at any cost. And it has cost us lives, and it still costs. Well, us lives. Well, apparently Fauci felt the pressure from them too, and he wouldn't do it. No. So here's uh, Rand Paul uh, talking to Fauci about it, and then we'll show you that the media has not learned their lesson yet. But here we go. <clears throat> Well, you know, I think we've had a sea change of opinion. Everybody left of center was saying this was a conspiracy. No way could it have happened in the Wuhan lab. Now even Dr. Fauci is saying that we should investigate it. But the emails paint a disturbing picture, a disturbing picture of Dr. Fauci from the very beginning worrying that he had been funding gain-of-function research. And he knows it to this day but hasn't admitted We have to get uh, Democrat counterparts that will actually use the committee hearings to investigate this. But so far, it's been such a partisan support for Dr. Fauci that he can do no wrong. But really, there's a lot of evidence that he has a great deal of conflict of interest and that if it turns out this virus came from the Wuhan lab, which it looks like it did, 
that there's a great deal of culpability in that he was a big supporter of the funding, but he also was a big supporter to this day of saying we can trust the Chinese on this. And and look, the big thing is when Rand Paul was talking to him under oath, Fauci was denying yep. gain of function uh, when it came to one of the research mm. virologists, or what have you say that, yeah, virologists. Yeah, you got uh, it. You got uh, it. He, he so basically denied. He perjured himself. Yeah. So, and so and the emails show that. MSNBC <laughs> is, is not listening to what Bubba just said. No. They have not learned. They now have Fauci as a journalist with the emails, mm-hmm. and this is how MSNBC's Nicole Wallace talks to Fauci, never even presses him on it. With the data. And that's what I was trying to do, is to always tell the truth on the basis of what the data is. And it was never deliberately something against the president. In fact, Hmm. you spoke about my emails. You look at my emails. I never in the email said anything derogatory about President Trump. Well, the true mark of someone is if they look good, even when their personal emails come out. So you, you pass the test that very few of us would, would pass. Dr. Anthony Fauci, thank you. What in the... It's a shame he wasn't live in studio, so hmm. she couldn't kiss him right in the mouth. Do you know what, what a journalist should have said? You, you know what a journalist should have said right there? Thank no. you for the sugar. Here's what. <laughs> you know, that your sugar problematic. was problematic. It's problematic. I hope it didn't air. give me COVID through my mask. <laughs> Listen. You know what he, what a journalist should have said right then? Well, Dr. Fauci, with all due respect, it doesn't matter whether you said in the emails you were against Trump. You acted as if you were against Trump. Yeah. You had this information, and you would it, not share it. So people are drawing a line. It mm-hmm. must have been an agenda. You don't have to say in your emails you're anti-Trump. All we have to do is look at your actions. Apparently, you were. Right. Look, now, explain really, that to me. Listen, that, that's what a journalist should have said. It really doesn't have anything to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact that's right. that he had these suspicions, he knew something was wrong, and he went right along saying that there wasn't anything wrong, and I trust the Chinese, when he obviously didn't based on these emails. He perjured yeah. himself before Congress, and that is the issue. And that's Not what Trump. a journalist should ask. Okay, Not well, if, if you weren't doing it against Trump, then why did you lie to him? Right. That'd been a good question. Why'd you perjure yourself? Then? We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, the true mark of someone is if they look good, even when their personal emails come out. So you, you pass the test that very few of us would, would pass. I can't even believe what I'm seeing. You know, you know how sometimes something's worse than you even thought it was? Yeah. I, I mean, you realize we've got a guy busted on his emails that he is talking about a concern about this coming out of the Wuhan lab. Early on, he, he, he didn't share with Congress, right. didn't share with oversight. As a matter of fact, it looks like it looks like misled Congress about his thoughts on it. Yeah, and and, and oh. so when, and, and don't you know they're going to hey Fauci? A lot of people want to talk to you about your emails. I tell you what, I tell you what, put me on MSNBC. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's a safe place. Keep put, me away from. Put vanity. me over there so I can get some sugar. She <laughs> praised him on how good his emails were. <laughs> and laughed. Mm-hmm. You were so serious. Most of us couldn't do that. <laughs> Most of us couldn't be busted like this and come out smelling like a rose. Well, he wouldn't if he weren't talking to you. <laughs> we love you, Fauci. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, I mean, this is not this is not journal. I, I can't even. But as if they look good, even when their personal emails come out. Like- you look good even when we busted you. They got you busted. You still look good. 
Well, the only way he looks good is you want your your softball. Rick, I go it. back again. March of last year, we were telling people that we had been tipped off that this was manufactured. It was six or seven steps further down the line than it should have been, which means that it had gain of function ability. And if Fauci's group was funding this, the long road home, sadly, may be the bottom line that our own tax dollars funded COVID-19, the worldwide pandemic. That, that may be what we're looking at. I know that we're not supposed to have silence on air time, mm. but let's let that sit a minute. Wow. When all the dots are connected, it's very possible that you, me, everyone else listening who pays taxes could have funded COVID-19 via the Chinese. I mean, think about that. I'm just letting it sit. Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes you let something sit a minute? Yes. Mm-hmm. I know that. Uh, looks like Fauci, your bunch may have killed a lot of people, but you're, you're amazing. <laughs> you're not looking so good today because I won't press you on it. You Love know, you. Th- let, let me ask you Love this you, question, Fauci. too. Why, why in the world is the U.S. Department of, uh, you know, what is it? What's his group? The HIM? What is it? Uh, yeah, why in the world are we giving grants to somebody in China? I mean, can China not fund that? I mean, it's a, you know, I was also, you know, I guess I was concerned about it coming out there too. When that video surfaced of somebody screaming, basically, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's loose. Mm-hmm. But you uh, remember the doctor laying in the hospital bed trying sure. to warn everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to, Hard to do so, though. How about former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows was on Sean Hannity last night and said that what's also disturbing is what we're finding out from the Fauci emails he didn't even bring to the task force that was in charge in in closed-door meetings. Yeah, I mean, you see where he's testifying before Congress, but he testified in closed-door, top-secret meetings all the time, too, and and apparently was not sharing his thoughts with them, too. I mean, at some point he should have said, look, guys, this may have been research that got loose. I mean, he, he says that in his email. And I think probably, and I and this is, I will acknowledge this is speculation. By looking at how it went, it seems, yes, there is, you know, hey, I don't want to be held accountable for this, CYA. Right. But, but, there, but there's also, like, it looked like he was almost willing to talk about it until it became political. And, and, then, and then he picked a side and picked a, picked a narrative that he said, I think this is probably a better way to go. I mean, he just, he just absolutely lied about it. And and will he be held accountable? <sighs> Apparently not, because we don't really seem to do much about these things anymore in our country. Can you imagine? Well, he if, still got his job, right? Can you imagine if if somebody like this? And, I, and of course, I'm having to pull them into our current time, but apparently we do that now with history. Hmm. But can you imagine somebody doing something like this to the people of America and the people of the world, and they were called into a meeting with the founding fathers? about lying to Congress and, and lying under oath wow. about something that killed a lot of people. What, what about when you're sitting there and you, you're having a little conversation with Thomas Jefferson? You look over at Benny Franklin's come in to have a word with you. And, uh, I mean, you, you look around, there's John Adams. No, I know. I know. How do you think they'd handle it? Not hmm. well. Hmm? Not well. 
James Madison. First off, they would they would their their mind would be blown about what we're talking about. Well, James Madison can't even believe that we ever started doing benevolence with people's tax dollars. He couldn't even believe it back then. He was like, he'd get a load of that budget now, wouldn't he? But he would have been called mean today by telling the French refugees, "Look, good luck. If the church wants to take care of you, that's fine. But the people's tax dollars are not used for benevolence." I'm sorry. Right. Think how unpopular that statement right there mm-hmm. is now. Mm. But it was standard. You know why he said? Because that'll be a problem. Yeah. Because then how do you, how you now you've started? You, you can't pay for it. You know what you've mm-hmm. done now? You've offered the first free T-shirt. Yeah. And now there's a line. Yeah. So what you do is just say let the private sector take care of that. That's not the government's job. It doesn't mean you don't care about people. It's it just, just doesn't the, come from the right tax, way to handle it. It just doesn't yeah. come from people's tax dollars. Yeah. It comes from the benevolence of the citizens and the church, which is how it should have been done. And now we look where we are now. And uh, so I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know that. Do we care about this kind of stuff now? Because now yeah. we're so political in our country now, and our worldview is king, and nothing can get in the way of it. I think now, even finding this out about Fauci, if this is any indication, what we just saw on MSNBC, will now be everybody on the right will say it needs to be held accountable. Everybody on the left will say it's no big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Fauci's even at. already saying his emails have been taken out of context. No, of course. You know how you can do that. When you read what somebody typed, but the um, but but this um, but but we'll see how it goes. But it seems like that's the way things are now, guys. There are some things that are not political. There are some things we just need to get the truth on. Well, yeah, you, but that, you yeah, would but, think, you would think. You know what? Everything is now. How's this benefit, or how does this is this negative or positive for our political view? Yeah, and that's does it. Move our agenda or set it back. And you know who gets hit in that crossfire? You and me. Just trying. We're just trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But at some point, so I don't know. We'll see where this goes. It's a very, very interesting story today, though. And then there was another one, which Greg would have liked. Somebody sent me where they found also email emails of Fauci discussing how everybody thinks he's fine. Oh, yeah. That guy's not true. No, that was. He, he brought up uh, the, the Cuomo yeah. uh, remember, crushes. Well, remember Fauci. Brad Pitt playing him on Saturday Night Live? We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour. As we make our way back, uh, discussing this yesterday with someone, by the way, the, how interesting it can be to, to learn the story of your family because the story of your family, uh, at the end of it all, is the story of you. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Uh, when, when you learn something about your family history, uh, who's the first person you want to share that with? Usually your family. Uh, so it's great conversation uh, to sit around and talk about. Interesting to see some of the things because now, boy, uh, with the technology we have now, Ancestry.com slash Bubba has access to billions of records to help you learn more about the people that you come from, uh, the lives that they led, uh, you know, the common ground that connects you. Uh, so if you'd like to find out more about uh, your family's role in the, in the history of this country, the history of the world, uh, where you actually come from, what's your true ethnicity, Ancestry.com slash Bubba. You might be surprised some of the things you find. Ancestry.com slash Bubba to learn more and share the stories of your past. You can get a free, t- a free trial today by using that URL, Ancestry.com slash Bubba, free trial. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com. You'll find that under the sponsors button. 
So, Bubba, I understand you. We have another mystery. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of strange. I'm a, I'm a little bit perplexed. Uh, when I first got up this morning, Rick, you want to know what I knew and when I knew it? Yes, I did. <laughs> I looked at my phone and I had a, an alarm going off from our security system, and mm. it was a water alarm. There we go. Water. And, uh, I looked, and it was in the master, uh, or, or now as we call it, the main uh, bathroom. And uh, I, I, I thought, well, we had a toilet overflow. I mean, it happens. It's, it's probably the worst toilet in the house as far as getting stopped yeah. up. You so know. we're not just right. We're not supposed to call anything mastery. Right. It's main. It's called main. <laughs> oh. And uh, so, so we, uh, you know, I went in there. I thought, well, it, it overflowed, you know, last night. And Betty must have cleaned it up or something, you know. And so I didn't think anything about it. And, um I even, you know, I looked around. I didn't see any water around the, the bathroom anymore, around the commode. So I thought, that's no big deal. So I go to uh, to get in the shower, and uh, I stepped on the rug, and it was just soaked. Now, here we go. And I thought, wait a minute. This is way over here on the other side. And I started looking around. I found a puddle in the floor. Bubba. Oh, no. And then I pulled the big rug back we have in the middle, and it was wet up under it. And I thought, what in the world happened? Where in are here? we going now? Aquaman? I thought we must have had a, a serious uh, overflow yesterday or last night. And Betty, I was already asleep, probably, and Betty didn't wake me up. So I was asking her about it this morning. She said she didn't know anything about it. What? Mm. So how did we have that, and how did it stop? It didn't just keep going, <laughs> if that was the case. So you have water in various places in your bathroom that you have no idea where it came from. Right. And right. it's not continuing and, and to do whatever went. it was yeah, doing. It's, it, was, it obviously quit, but I, I don't know where, where it What came are your from. suspicions? Maybe that uh, <clears throat> in the middle, I need to check the time that the alarm went off on it. But, You're not going to uh, like my theory, by the way. In the uh, middle of the night, uh, Betty must have got up and uh, did something, and it overflowed, and... It was, I don't know, it may have been the, you know, jiggle the handle, may have got stuck or something, I don't know, and it kept overflowing, then it finally cleared itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it finally know. said, enough, I'm you're, out. You're, you're standing not, in toilet water? You're not going to like my... Theory. I mean, it's strange, yeah. you know, but we'll, we'll get to the bottom you of know it today, but that was weird. Somebody got broken in your house, took a shower. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these weirdos do stuff like that. You know, Rick what was could the, still be uh, in the attic. What was true. The, uh, living there. <laughs> Somebody was, took a shower in there. <laughs> let me tell you what, if they live in that attic, they, they are heat resistant. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, we'll have to investigate that. Uh, let me see if I, just strange. Let me see if I have it right again. The, the, the towel or thing in the floor you stand on when you're wet was right. already wet. Yes, and it's a long way from the toilet. Long, and, it's and on the other and side what was of the bathroom. thing you looked under and saw. There's a rug in the middle of the bathroom. Right, you looked under it, moisture under it. Oh yeah, you could see see mm. water up under it. Mm. You couldn't feel it walking on top of it till you rolled oh. it back, and then you saw probably it was one of those rubber things with the bottom you couldn't get through. Yeah, uh, something like that, mm. or thick enough you couldn't get to it. Right, something. Mm. But it was strange, and then there was a puddle standing there. And I, I, where was when, the puddle? On the other side of the rug. I mean, it was, and I was like, I, for a minute, I thought, well, there's been a all dog right. in here and had an accident. All right, let's say, let's say, <laughs> uh, let's say that until Greg, everything else turned up. Weird, yeah. All right, you know? Greg's mic is is the toilet. Okay. okay. All right. So no, over here, over here, you got you a mean rug? the control or the real mic? No, this right here. Okay. The pot. <laughs> I was okay. wondering. This, I'm speaking my, into a toilet. This right. fader right here. Right. All right. So that that's the toilet. And mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not, I know right, your okay. bathroom may be laid out. Yeah. So you walk a little way. Right here, I've got water under this rug. That's, uh, that that would be, the sh- say, the shower. Okay. And that that's wet. Yes. Okay. Is anything wet beyond that, or is it over here? It's all in that area. Like the all fader right that's here. down would be the rug. Okay. So this okay. is the rug. 
Yeah, the rug's in the middle, and then the puddle would be where the other fade is. And over here's the toilet. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, I don't make any sense. No, no it doesn't. it's, it's it doesn't. covered and, and, and floor between rugs and all that, it's wet, too? Some, or just no, the rug? I mean, just, there was a little puddle in one place. But Did it seem to all revolve around the rugs and things to stand on? Well, that's the where water. the evidence was still, other than the puddle in the so middle of the that means somebody floor. stood on those things wet, I'm telling you. Do what? There was somebody yeah, wet standing on the right, No, right. it wasn't. This was more. You couldn't. You couldn't get it this wet by standing on it. You know how hairy the person was. It was underneath. It, it. It. This person could have been like it was hair underneath from head it. to toe. What if you slept? Walk? No, it was water underneath it, not on top of it. Yeah, well, that's when they moved it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was soaked. I was like, what if it was you and you don't remember taking a shower? Did you take a shower in the middle of the night? No, I, didn't. Hmm? I doubt it. What if you go to video and it's you in there taking showers? No. Well, you, no, no videos in the bathroom. Right, Joel, <laughs> you come out with a towel on at like one a.m. <laughs> Joel's in Fultondale. <laughs> Ours, our new interns call yeah. it Fultonville. Uh, so, uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, last year uh, I noticed some water in my kitchen and my tiles were cracking. I couldn't figure out why. And I thought, well, I've got a leak in my refrigerator. Well, I didn't. Uh, my bathroom was adjacent to the kitchen and. The wax ring around my toilet, it wasn't doing it all the time. Just when we flushed the toilet, the wax ring had given out, and it was pushing water under the tile. I found out too late, and I had to replace the whole tile in the kitchen, and all that good stuff cost me about $4,000. Oh, uh, check the wax hey, ring toilet. Don't throw around 4K in front of Speedy. That's a, I mean, well, I had, you know, I had a bathroom issue, too. I did not know that the pan in our shower it had a yeah, crack in it, yeah. and it got up under the, the tile, and it didn't just – Mess the tile up, the subflooring, everything had to be replaced in both bathrooms that were just on the other side of the wall from each other. I don't know if y'all remember this, but you know the shower that I use every day, mm-hmm. my, the main one, it actually is in a like a space capsule yeah, and sits off hanging the house. on the side of your house. So yeah. the same thing happened to me, but by the beauty of that design, all we had to do was replace the wood underneath the yeah. capsule oh. yeah. because it doesn't keep going because it just goes you. into the yard at that point. You could I actually, have something that every day. Every day I take a shower like sitting out in a capsule out in the backyard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're like in a shower spaceship yeah. Yeah. hanging on the side of the house. <laughs> but you're right. But if it hadn't been the case, it would have gone on down in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like all right, so if we, had, if we had a star, right, and we're, and we're just going through each scenario. Mm-hmm. One, we got somebody, bad news on that other star, by the way. I you have do? terrible news on that. Really? Yeah. All right. One is somebody was in his house and took a shower. Yeah, uh, you, you got to consider that. One is. Alarm would have gone off. <laughs> one is is that he took a shower and, and can't doesn't remember, remember it, right, or better. I doubt it. One is is that he has a leak from the toilet or somewhere. And I like See, this, I, I can, like this guy's uh, wax ring. Right. See, I can I can I'm verify. With the wax ring. I can verify with a CPAP machine if I got up or not. Right. That's true. One could be the the, the little puppies peeing everywhere. Yeah, but you no, wouldn't that, have soaked a whole thing. It was like, that. So, oh, like this, squishy soaking. We were, yeah. I mean, this would have had to have been a herd in there soaking it. <laughs> because if you think about what the guy's saying, well, I, think, I think what the guy's saying the difference the difference in the rugs. Go check that. If one has that rubber bottom, like a lot of things they put down that are decorative, yeah. you get in trouble for standing on them. Yeah. They're just in there for no reason. Water can't really seep up into them, but the other one it can. So it could be the same problem, just different effects on two different kinds of rugs. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so, that sounded so good. Yeah. No, Could you get the bed? I don't know what happened. Kind of I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to bring attention to myself. Such as. Just what happened. Me, me and Monk will have to work on it today. Yeah. So it right. could, check that. Check, I like that wax ring theory. Mm-hmm. Or his tiles leaking. Which goes back to the wax ring because now it's going underneath the tile. It's underneath it. It's coming up. Yeah. It's seeping up. Oh, no. This was a surface bill. 
tell you, Dave. Oh, oh, what about the sink? We forgot about that. We'll come well, back. The sink would have leaked and then stopped. We'll take your phone calls What's next. Eight six six. We be big. Your phone calls coming up. More of the Rick and Bubba show right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Right, let's let the people talk. Come on in. We've got new interns there with us. Uh, today they're known as Nick and McKenzie, but that won't stick. Uh, it won't be long. So they'll have their Rick and Bubba nickname, and we'll, we'll make sure that happens here in the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, we find a time. We name one. We do have a new one. Millie Vanilli uh, Wafer was named yesterday. Uh, there's five of them to name. How about Big Nick's from Hillsdale College in, uh, in Michigan? So uh, we'll talk about that, and uh, Mackenzie goes to the University of Alabama every day. All right, so uh, phone calls coming in. Uh, let's go to uh, – well, there was a guy that's been asking about COVID tests. Now he's gone. I'm finally taking this call. He, he was on hold forever. Now he's gone. Uh, let's go to uh, Jake in Birmingham. Jake, welcome to Rick and Bubba, 104.7 WZZK. What's going on, buddy? Monkey grass, green acres. Thank so, you for the call. I've got a, a solution to the problem. What's above Bubba's bathroom? So what, what about it? Say it again. Above Bubba's above bathroom. It. Above it, Bubba. What's above the bathroom? Is there another room or is it just roof line? Uh, it is uh, attic space roof roof line. Mm. Mm. Did it rain in Birmingham last night? Mm. Uh, I don't know. It did, yeah, yeah, a little bit. It, it just did. depends yeah. on where you would live. Yeah, yeah there was some scattered we, stuff. Uh, Anyway, I, I found this problem because I just so happened to catch it, but I was in the bathroom one time and uh, heard this dripping and looked up, and the we had a, a leak in the roof, and the leak was coming down the vent mm-hmm. and following the bathroom vent coming through, so you never saw it in the sheetrock, uh, but it was hitting the floor. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I've heard of that. Either. Yep. Yeah, that's that. probably what happened. Yep. That or either. An in, I thought about an interdimensional traveling swamp monster yeah we uh, we've, we've uh, had several theories that's how I here. Got by the alarm they, right they there, range man. from the uh the bathroom the toilet actually leaking to interdimensional swamp monster because you know they're all they're wet right mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. left water and then and then <laughs> zoomed out right probably sat in the bath out. probably sat right. in the bath there for a little bit i checked that <laughs> do you just have stig all on speed dial is that oh, what yeah. you do oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's better get, call we, we check in every week <laughs> Let's go to Gadsden, Alabama, Z93. Mark standing by. Mark, go ahead. Yeah, dude. As Bubba, have you checked the P-trap in the sink? Oh, the P-trap. Why is it called Not yet. Because you said it didn't leak all the time. So Mm. the P-trap, of course, is a drain. It has a compression fit, typically, and sometimes that kind of comes on. Look comes loose, and mm-hmm. when that P trap fills up, the water can come out the top of it. And I had the same issue in my kitchen. It took me about a week to figure it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know that enough uh, that we would run enough water in the sink at any time to do that. And I don't know why it flooded, then stopped. That was. That's why it makes me think toilet. Swamp monster came left. <laughs> <laughs> but he, it seemed like he would have left like a leaf. I know you seem like you seem a vegetation. Do you, think it, do you think it Little watched you sleep? Rarely do they come out of the swamp without some vegetation on it. <laughs> oh, a couple of these theories that they're throwing out, I think, may be worth investigating. Oh, yeah. yeah Whoever well, took your shower, you think they, they saw that CPAP you were wearing and was like, what's that? No. no. Huh? He travels through dimensions. I mean, okay. See, he's seen CPAP for Bubba. Okay. Oh, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, we go to Jordan. All right, Jordan. Fire it in there. Jordan's standing by. Jordan, what's up, buddy? 
morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good, We're great. Good. Listen, I know exactly what happened uh, above his bathroom. What happened? All right, I'm call. I'm calling Tic Tac. Oh yeah, so, UFO. You know, I don't live that far from Bubba, and they were all over my house. <laughs> I'm telling you, they they showed up. They were trying to haul the bussies up, and and Bubba busted loose. He remembered the movie Signs with Mel Gibson, where there were the aliens, where uh, the water was deadly to him. He went in the bathroom, started trying to splash them all. <laughs> they retreated, but before they retreated, they did the old Men in Black uh, memory flash thing, and they don't remember any of it. Yeah, and that's a possibility. Yeah, I, apparently I get hit with that memory flash about every day <laughs> on some level. Uh, let's go to Janie. Janie got a call. Janie, uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, thank you. Good talking to y'all. It's our Good pleasure. To see you every day. Didn't expect you to be a dude. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, one of those unisex names. I understood. Uh, the... Uh, you asked about a P-trap, why they call it a P-trap? Yes. So the P-trap goes from underneath the sink, makes a little loop, and then goes into the wall, mm-hmm. and that makes like a P-shape. Understood. And then the F-trap makes the loop and then goes through the floor, and that's got a, that loop's got to hold water or you'll get a sewer smell. I got you. I, yeah, I didn't I, That enough. makes sense. I thought it had Sus. something to do with, you know, relieving... Uh, yourself and I have done that in the sink on a tight, but it's very rare. Sewer smell. It happens. <laughs> very, 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 very rare. It happens. Uh, How about that sewer smell? That's good, isn't it? North Carolina God, checking in. I'm like sorry, it. North Carolina. I can't see your name. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's you, buddy. Go ahead. And then HVAC drain pan. Does he have the HVAC in the attic? I do. It's not right there, but I I do. And it, it has a, it, see, it has an alarm in it too. Sir, so. are you under rubble? <laughs> <laughs> Did you fall? Are you in a mine? Oh, a bunch what? of metal shelves. Some of us are working today. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it sounded like you fell when we first answered. Yeah. Then I think, are you now under the rubble? I, I heard I like, a six foot oh, aluminum ladder fall over. I right? <laughs> That's it. This may be the best. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so yeah, he said, hey, "Thank you, buddy." So we're gonna have to look uh, high and low. Mm-hmm. Definitely oh. think you're going to have to cut into the wall and figure it out. Don't be yeah, I'm really, when I text Betty, I thought she was going to say, oh, yeah, toilet overflowed last night. You really needed that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. And I cleaned it up. Sorry I didn't get it off. Yeah, I know. Uh, Lisa is in Dothan, 103.9, News Talk 103.9. Go ahead, Lisa. Hey, guys. This is not a political statement. I'm not speaking from left or right. But what do y'all think of the fact that they lied about the masks because they didn't want people to hoard them? Well, yeah, we've seen that happen with the toilet paper, with the gasoline, with everything. I mean, what would have been a better way for them to handle it? Because we all know, by the way people have behaved, that they would have hoarded them masks. And believe me, I am not a Democrat. I'm just okay. saying. I understand, I understand your question, and, and it's a fair question. Yeah, and we, Bubba uh, kind of covered I, it. I, I don't know how you can prevent that, but I do know this. If you get to the right thing by telling everybody a lie, they're not going to believe you the next time. Yeah, here, so here, I, I don't have the ooh. answer for that. Here's what I would have done. Here's what here's how I would have handled it. Okay, and I understand, Lisa, that some of this, yeah, people just can't. What Bubba said is right, and that's why it's important. I would have said this, and this is a bizarre concept. I would have said, "Hey, thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, I have our Surgeon General here. By the way, they got rid of him quick, didn't they? We never heard from him again. But anyway, the guy from Louisiana. After his mask comment, we never heard from him again. When the mask narrative changed, we just act like he never said the first one. You know, so anyway, I would say here's our situation. 
the people that are on the front lines of this virus, we still don't know how contagious it is or isn't, but since we're in the early stages of it, it has not gone all across our country yet, and, we, and, and, we, and if this starts happening, we're going to catch up. But right now, the frontline medical workers need these masks. Uh, they, they, are, they are facing this virus on a daily basis, and we don't have enough of them for everybody yet. Okay? So we're going to give those to the medical teams, and then we're going to start production, use all of our entrepreneurs in this country. We'll catch up. We'll keep researching the mass. But right now, most of you are not facing people who have the, the virus. They are. So we need them to have it first, and we will get the supplies called up where if it's needed for the public, you'll have access to them too. So please work with us on this. Now, they still would have That's hoarded them, but yep. at least you would have been honest about it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Now they can't come back. So he lied about it. Mm-hmm. Of course, then we find out in the email that if you were just buying the run of the bill mask, it wasn't protecting you anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, none, none of us really knew the difference in a N95 or whatever. Right. Then at that point. Uh, let's go to uh, Jeremy in Florida. Jeremy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Hey, Phoebe uh, uh, threw out the theory that it may be Bubba's uh, puppy. Is this a new puppy? <laughs> Uh, we, we do have, we do have a fairly new puppy and we we have one other dog, but uh, I'm telling you, they couldn't, they couldn't drag buckets of water in to this level. Well, Bubba, you don't know if they identify as a Russian racehorse or not. That is a good one. That's good. That's good stuff right there. That's good. good. By the way, does anybody dare me to get the Babylon Bee shirt? I, I identify as vaccinated. (laughs) <laughs> I think we ought to come up Try with Try that at the airport see how, it goes. <laughs> how about this I, I think we We should get one That says I have organic Free range antibodies Yeah I do like that <laughs> Yeah I do like yeah. that Because we do Yeah Top of the hour If you're leaving us Have a good day You got more Rick and Bubba We'll do the top of the hour break We'll come back And we'll continue Will of Meat still in play Today and tomorrow It'll happen either today Or tomorrow So stay close Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It was 1994 and radio was such a bore. Every station that you heard sounded so lame. Then came two good old boys breaking through that static noise And my radio ain't never been the same It's a very funny thing how they make us laugh and sing I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong You got Rick and you got Bubba Man, there just ain't no other From Alabama to the world still going strong Seven minutes past the hour. Somebody say Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. From the broadcast plaza, teleport, 27 years we've been at it. It is the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Adler, all here. Uh, Things you need to know. We'll record another edition of Rick and Bubba University today. And uh, we'll go back in time. Uh, Former intern Firestone will be our guest. Uh, you also know him as Dr. Lou. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll interview him, and uh, he's also put out, uh, which we announced yesterday, Bub and I are honored to be part of the product uh, project. He's got a brand-new 
uh, devotional for men called United for Victory, 42 different devotions from 42 different men on 42 different topics. Uh, and if you do the pre-order, uh, which uh, we had in show notes yesterday, uh, Bubba, along with Lance and uh, and me, we will sign it. So so uh, if you want to do that, uh, you can respond to that. But we'll talk about that in the podcast today, too. Uh, on the road tonight, Winfield, Alabama, the home of Mule Day. Uh, be there tonight at, at um, Winfield Baptist Church, Man Church. They're kicking off the Men's Discipleship Strategy. And uh, how about this? We'll actually be trying to, to record... Uh, this message that we'll be using and make a, another resource available to you at themanchurch.com tonight. So young Broderick and I'll be working together on that. I'll actually be, I'll, I'll have to work a little bit for Broderick tonight. So, oh, really? So, yeah, he's, he's got a crew coming. He's got his gear, and they're going to be Uh-oh. shooting that tonight. Uh, so uh, all of us coming to Winfield. That's why Broderick and I got to go to Winfield last Friday and do a little, you know, get there, check it out, check the room out, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then uh, Friday night, Op Alabama, the men of Op. Hmm. Your second man church as you're rolling through the curriculum, Mark Garnett coming to Westview Baptist on Friday night. All those details can be found either at rickandbubba.com under events or themanchurch.com under events. So those that's going on this week. So, Bubba, are, were you a little surprised by the Coach K story today? Uh, well, I mean, he's the winningest uh, coach in Division One history. Um, you know, it, it had to come to an end sometime, but he has announced he is stepping down at the end of the season. Yep, so this should be – well, this should be – can you imagine this goodbye? Oh, Rick, wow. Rick, uh, check, check the numbers out, okay? He uh, – he, his team has won the national championship, uh, is it four or five times? Um, I think four national f- Five. Five national five? championships, f- uh, 12 Final Four appearances. He has won, Rick, 1,170 games, mm-hmm. which is right. the most in men's college basketball history. Uh, amazing, amazing record. Yeah, and, I, and Helmsy gave a little background on him, which I thought was very interesting in the kickoff yeah. hour. And, and this is a story we've heard before, yeah. you know, from other very successful people and coaches, players, you know, where somebody early on in their, their – they, they got off to a little bit of a rocky start uh, and people wanted to can them. Yeah. And, and somebody stepped in and said, hey, you know what, I believe in this guy. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, now sometimes I think we're a little shoot-ready aim on firing of coaches sometimes. So, you know, I think somebody should be given their shot, and if they're not producing, you have every right to fire them. But sometimes we're so quick. You look back, didn't you say that he had three subpar seasons? Or? Yeah, his first three seasons. As a matter of fact, his third year, and there's a 30 for 30 on it, uh, he was on the chopping block. Like, he was, they were wanting to fire him, and, and only a couple guys said, hey, we're with you on this thing. Keep doing what you're doing. We believe in you, and look what's happened over the course of this career. And I, and I heard a similar story uh, later or earlier last week in regards to Dabo Sweeney. He kind of thought the same thing his first couple years. Yep. He actually walked in his office thinking he was about to be fired, told his wife, hey, look, this is all going to work out. God's got us. We're going we're gonna to be able – I don't know where we're going yet. I mean, he, he had taken it that far. Wow. That he was, and the, the guy, the SID uh, – not the SID, the athletic director and the president just looked him in the eyes and said, we believe in you. Keep doing what you're doing and, and look – how many of those stories are out there that we never got mm-hmm. to see because they fired them knee-jerk third year? And Greg, help me remember what year it was, but when Clemson had started to get good, they were back in a bowl game. And wasn't it West Virginia that hung 80 points on them in the bowl game? It was a total break. I think it was West Virginia. And uh, and, and a lot of a that. lot of people thought he was going to be fired. Or was that, it Virginia was it Tech? After Probably that, that year. Was and, it Virginia and, Tech? I think it was West Virginia when they had that real good quarterback. Or it may have been Virginia Tech. I don't know. But didn't didn't they get hung 80 on them in the uh, bowl game? 
Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of points. Yeah. The and they had just got. lost to the rival to South Carolina, I think, pretty bad. And or it, it they let it get away from them or something. And it was uh, – he was convinced he was gone. Mm-hmm. So Wow. Do you remember who the defensive coordinator was? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Um, Kevin Steele. Yeah. Kevin Steele, yeah. 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 Ended up at Auburn yeah. and uh, ended up having a good career there and still mm-hmm. still going. But, uh, boy, that was, a, that was a dark day. Where's Kevin Steele now? Didn't he go to Tennessee and then get – wasn't he to enter them there and then get let go when they changed I all that? So. I don't remember. I yeah. think so. I don't remember. Yeah, he went from being the interim coach at Auburn and the interim coach at Tennessee and then unemployed all in 30 days, I think. Yes. If I remember he, that right. He is actually uh, – this says – is this right? Yeah, interim head coach at uh, – well, that can't be right. Interim head coach at Tennessee? Yeah, we just talked about yeah, that. He, he was. He, he was, but that, mm-hmm. that's the last thing he had. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not doing anything right now. Hypo's the guy. Wow. He is, Greg, we uh, know who the coach Tennessee is. Yeah. Evidently, you don't. Um, back to Coach K. Whatever happened to their head coach? Where's he at? Who, uh, Pruitt? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anybody know where Pruitt is? Mm-hmm. Probably wow. living off that We've, payoff. Is he taking that cash and head to the lake? I would. I'd be doing yeah. <laughs> um, Greg, Greg brought up – Ray Goff. I'll never forget Ray Goff ever. <laughs> yeah, Ray Goff is the greatest success story ever. Uh, Greg oh. brought up an interesting point on, on the Bobby Knight yeah. documentary. Pruitt. Pruitt's at the Giants. Mm-hmm. Huh. Is he? Yeah. Okay. How about that? What'd you um, say that uh, he brought up an interesting uh, topic about Bobby Knight, and he was at Army when Coach K – came and was an assistant under him and which has got us into talking about Bobby Knight but imagine that coaching staff well didn't one time Bubba you tell me that they had uh Parcel and Knight at the same yes. military academy yes yes <laughs> picture that <laughs> Parcel was the football coach and Bobby Knight was the basketball coach how'd you like to be athletic director right there <laughs> and that was at Army right? wasn't that at Army I think yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think, think so. so how would you like to be that coach there hmm <laughs> Can you imagine that that wild run? <laughs> what was it, your athletic director? Yeah. Were you bars and so, hey, I got to go talk to Coach Parcell and Coach Knight. <laughs> I got oh, to go lay the law down. And yeah. I bet they're enthusiastic about my feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? But yeah, Coach K. That's uh, that's that's one. Coach that, K. Somebody said and I, I may not be. I guess you may be wrong. Said he wanted to just he just got to the point that he wanted to kind of spend more time with Urban Meyer. Yeah, so, yeah. That's all right. Exactly what it is. They're, they're Stop. <laughs> well, look, they're, 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 everything has an end date on it. Well, and uh, I, but that last season, I, I mean, that was ugly. It was and weird. You know, when teams that are always good aren't good, it's weird to me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but, but trying it one more time. So, how delusional were we when COVID? You know, the seasons started with COVID, and everybody had all these hard, you know, decisions to make, and and all this stuff. And we're like, man, they'll probably give all these coaches a pass. On, on their record and how they we produced through COVID. True. Now, this is a different situation. He's announcing his retirement is in his yeah. neck. But just, yeah, but boy, there was a lot of coaches let go. Can I tell you who ruined COVID. that? Can I tell you who ruined that? Yeah. It's just like we talked to Henry Cho. He said, you know, if you're someone who's Asian and you walk into a classroom, the rest of the people in class go, well, there goes the grading curve. You know who ruined all that? Nicholas Saban. Mm-hmm. He ruined that for everybody because nobody can say, well, man, what about COVID? They go, what about Saban? He went undefeated. <laughs> So he was—he was—he ruined the curve. <laughs> I guess he did. Yeah, he did. Everybody says, "Oh, COVID was hard." Apparently not for Nicholas Saban. <laughs> By the way, how did he get through it? And y'all couldn't. The game I was talking about, Clemson lost to West Virginia in the 2021 Orange Bowl, 70 to 33, and it wasn't that close. No, yeah, I remember that. In the what? In what year? 2012. 
Okay, you said twenty twenty one, which is impossible. Twenty twenty. Look, you're you're a number inverter. Yeah. Come on. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Oh, it brings me to my knees. All right, it's 20 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is early. Uh oh. Uh oh. Wheel of me keeps on It's Will of me. Oh, if I don't win today, then tomorrow. It's Will of me. Wheel of me, it's got me yelling. The wonderful will of me. It's been illuminated. The the, um, the lights bring sheer joy to people all over the world uh, as they look into this will that is loaded with meat. You could win free meat from our friends at harryanddavid.com. You could win beautiful bouquets of flowers from 1-800-Flowers.com. You could win a great prize from Dan Moultrie and the, and the wonderful folks at Pradco with a Moultrie prize today. Rick and Bubba items from the Rick and Bubba store spread across the wheel. A delicious pound of BuzzBox coffee on the wheel. A subscription to Blaze TV on the wheel. But there are potential pitfalls. As a matter of fact, I just saw the famous Pippet scene from Jaws Night Before Last. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw Pippet. Pippet's on the board. That means you're eaten by Jaws. Can't have nothing. Means you don't win anything. I mean, how you can't eat them. And then, and then Henry the horse is on the way. Should we have the new interns spin just so they get familiar with the process? Uh, Do we need both of them to do that, Speedy? Do you think their first time? Both yes. of them on. Right, let's leave both of them in there today, Bubba. They, 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 they're having to gather gather prizes and get this. Let's, we'll do uh, that when they do. He's hoarding, spinning the wheel. Yeah. Uh, well, he's a great spinner. I mean, you, you know, speed, this is just added to the multiple talents that Speedy has. For number one, another one physical, number one physical human. Bubba, I just made a big speech in the commercial break where I was excited to be back out here with y'all, and you just tried to put me back in there. Yeah. <laughs> thought it would be a nice introduction. Let's start deep in the heart of Texas. Let's go to Donna in the great state of Texas. Donna, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. What do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. Let it rip, Speedy. All right, let's see what the wheel does here today, Bubba. The Avengers pinball machine lit up, showing uh, excitement and joy. Hand of truth, a big thumbs up. All right, so yes. Speedy, Speedy's giving me the signal that, it, that you have just won a 30-gallon Pro Magnum tripod feeder, a feed station, feed power panels that Kamala Harris says uh, will, will now be in the knapsack of all of our Marines, especially the women, a uh, six-volt rechargeable battery, a $350 value from Moultrie. Congratulations, Donna from Texas. Whoa. Uh, you know, Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so let's put you on hold. We'll get all your information. Now, there are new interns in there, so... You have a good phone. Speak clearly. Give them the information they need, but handle them with care, okay? Okay. Thank you all. God bless you all. You too, Donna. Thank you. All right. Let's go. He had the wireless mic in there. Is that what that was? Did Speedy just go to her house? It seemed like. Can I pull a naked gun? I can hear him coming through her phone. My bad. Patrick, in the great state of Kentucky, uh, Bubba has apologized to the state of Kentucky today. 
Patrick, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. Later, it's the changeup. Oh, Greg, you, what you're doing now? Oh, man, I just brought it up. That's on me right there. I'm oh, Ojo. I'm so sorry, Patrick. You you were you were eaten by Jaws. Sorry, oh, buddy. No. Yeah, sorry. Did you might see Pippin? <laughs> right, let me tell you, when you see that piece of wood. What was that? That piece of wood. Well, it's, it's like with these drums. You know how when you're like storming the beach at Normandy and there's so many things firing at you. Right. You know what right. I mean? There's you a wheel spinning, there's no, drums playing, there's people screaming and hollering. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's like it's like you, brother. Don't blame that on the drums. <laughs> Greg, it's like you're just playing so much now. I mean, you, 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 you just play a little bit. It's it's a lot. You're giving the people what they want. It's a lot, Greg. <laughs> when that piece of wood, when that piece of wood is floating out there in the water and Pivot's gone, it's not good. You know, it, hey, bad things are that coming. That is a piece of wood. A piece of wood. Uh, let's go to the great city of Huntsville in the great state of Alabama. Huntsville, where Kim is standing by. She's on one hundred point three, the river. Kim, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel! Let it go. Well, that's the hardest spin Speedy's done in a couple years right there. That's it. I'm glad he didn't hit the floor and roll to Georgia. That's right. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's see what happens. Come on. Come on. No way. Come on, How's that possible? Yeah! Very good! Flowers, 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 smell it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kim, would you like two dozen yeah. multicolored roses, two dozen red roses, or vibrant summer lilies? Summer lilies. All right, summer lilies it is. All right, we put you on hold, 1-800-Flowers.com. We'll send that right to you, okay? Thank you. Thanks for listening to Rick and Bubba. We stay, uh, let's go to Mississippi. Chris is standing by in the great state of Mississippi. Chris, how you doing today, buddy? Well, I'm doing wonderful. Well, Sella, say hello to your your fellow Mississippian. Hello, Mississippi. Good morning. And what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. Reverse spin. It's a reverse spin. It is a reverse spin. Make Chris a little nervous. Make Chris a little nervous. Reverse spin. Let's go. Uh, oh, you're close, what? Chris. You almost called you shot. Me, 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 me. Meet it is. Uh, the wheel's namesake, Chris. You just won meat uh, from our friends at harryanddavid.com. Let's put you on hold and uh, look for that $50, uh, $50 coupon coming to your email and you pick out whatever meat you want, okay? Thank you, guys. God bless. Uh, hey, Chris, thank you for checking the show out. And supporting what we do. Thank you, sir. Thank Amen, you, bro. bro. Uh, let's go. All right, let's go now to Florence. W L A Y. Christy is standing by. Christy, Christy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, doing real good. So, um, how long have you been listening to the show? Oh, probably since it started. Well, that's what we got to hear. All right, go ahead. What do you say, <laughs> Speedy? Wow, what a win. Look, he went over to a left-handed oh, spin. Oh, he, he's giving us a, we're added, a different look. A different look for all the Democrats out there. We spin from the left. All right, let's see what happens. All right, come on. Uh, oh, yeah. Me, 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 me. Now meat's just flowing off the wheel now. I don't win today. <laughs> 
just flowing off the well. Here we go, somebody say. Can you imagine if you're a vegan and you're listening to the show right now what this feels like? Ooh. They're spinning a wheel of meat. It's like blankets just fell on me, wet blankets. For the vegans out there, the wheel of dead animals. Yep. Uh, all right, so uh, let's put you on hold, uh, and we'll get you all, get your information, and then uh, look for harryanddavid.com to send you an email with your $50 gift card to get yourself some meat, okay? Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. There it is. All right, so wheel of meat is done. Uh, interns seem to have fared okay in there. They look a little gun shy, but I, I think they handled it. Congratulations to the winners today. We only had one person that didn't win, so uh, a load of winners. Did have one pippet. Jaws took one out, but uh, overall it was all winners, though. Only one loser today. Congratulations. Even a left-handed spin got a winner. It did. Or what we call there's a stranger in the house. Or, or what we call the Democratic spin because somebody got something for nothing. <laughs> And it was done with the uh, with just the spin of a wheel. Well, Bottom of the hour. We got a story coming up you ain't gonna believe. Oh, uh, you what? ain't gonna believe. All right, more Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Uh, I do want to point you to allform.com/slash Bubba. Man, I love this company. And I love the piece of furniture that we got from them and, and plan on getting more. Uh, summer season's here. Being comfortable in our home is important. New couch, new chair, new sofa for the family room, living room. Uh, even maybe if you have a, a lake house or, or you're fortunate enough to have that or a beach house, and, uh, you you know we, it's a great idea because they ship the furniture right to the location. Uh, it's all outstanding, high-quality, handmade-in-America furniture. Uh, they have armchairs, sofas, sectionals, love seats, all at affordable prices. And, and I like that it's all customizable and ships right to the door. They'll even send you the fabrics to look at and you pick them. They're all stain-resistant, kid-resistant, pet-resistant. Uh, they're, they're made there in North Carolina. You just pick the fabric, the color, the leg types that you want, uh, plus sofa sizes and shapes, and, and then they make sure that it's perfect for the home where it will dwell uh, or maybe the office where it will be. So, uh, so if you'd like to find out more about their armchairs, the love seats, all the way up to an eight-seat sectional sofa that Greg is happy to move into a small space if you need him to, uh, you're, you're really not locked into anything because you can start small, then buy more pieces if you want to, and, and they give you a 100-day free trial with free returns and a full refund. So you, you can just if you try it, we think you're going to love it, but you, you're not stuck with it if you don't like it. Uh, so, so they give you an opportunity to actually try it in your home, your office, wherever it may be. So go to allform.com slash Bubba, say 20% off anything. And remember, remember it ships right to your door and a forever warranty. That's the quality we're talking about. That's allform.com slash Bubba to save 20% off anything you buy. And also find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Bubba, you promoted going to the break. Rick, you're not going to believe this. And I know what you're going to say, but bear with me. Hmm. Do you remember the USFL? The 1980s football of course experiment. I do. Of course I do. It made famous names like Herschel Walker, Steve Young, Reggie White, and yes, one Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. It is being resurrected and will play again in the spring of 2022 with its broadcast partner, Fox Sports. Oh. The new USFL announced the plan today, promising a minimum of eight teams and at least a few of them with original team names that harken back to the heyday of hair metal and the Soviet Union. 
Let me ask you this. I don't, I'm speechless. So, I'm completely out. speechless. Out. So you're saying I have that no comment. <laughs> this XFL they had going that got shut down by the pandemic. Remember that one? Yeah. They're scrapping that, and it's a total reboot. Even I mean, they're just not bringing those teams back. They're, this they're is done. the USFL, and they're oh, saying, the USFL. Yeah. Okay. I it's not, it, they're resurrecting yeah. the thing from the '80s. Yeah. USFL. They're not going to draft. That's a foul. Remember back then, they drafted against the NFL. Well, that's what we was talking about, yeah. All these big names that went to The USFL, as we've said on the show, of all the ridiculous attempts to do spring football, it's the one that that was the most legit. It looked like big-name players, Jim Kelly, Yeah, launched in in 83. The original USFL made a big splash by signing big-name talent like Herschel Walker, uh, Young, White, Rosters also included Heisman Trophy winner uh, Mike Rozier, Doug Flutie, as well as Buffalo Bills Hall of Famer QB Jim Kelly. Yeah. It also had contracts with ABC and ESPN. Oh, it was – yeah. It, I remember going to the Stallions games a couple of times. They had uh, Joe Cribs. Joe Cribs. Yeah. Cliff Stout was quarterback. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Reggie Collier. The league struggled financially almost from the beginning and was uh, scrapped in 1986 after an antitrust lawsuit – against the NFL failed to deliver Donald a Trump. massive judgment in the USFL's that favor. Was a, that was a Donald Trump the, thing. If you remember, the court <laughs> actually ruled in, in the USFL's favor, but then only awarded them $1. I know. Which didn't make any sense. All right. Way. I'm so, just doing this for therapy, okay? Bubba hmm. just read to us know, from right? history <laughs> that it had financial problems almost from the very beginning and struggled and went out of business. Why do they think they can bring it back again and the same thing won't happen? Somebody, please help me. Help me. To, and then whatever happened, I thought the XFL was coming back. Yeah. Is it, <clears throat> it, it, is it not coming back? I, I don't have that in this story. Uh, but, you know, they were uh, kind of trying in the pandemic messed mm-hmm. them up. Yeah, I had not heard, I heard anything. Iron was coming back. I hadn't heard anything <laughs> about this prior really to this story. And, Rick, I even started looking to be sure we had the right date on this. Are you sure this is right? It says Thursday, June the third, twenty twenty one. That's that's, no, that's twenty twelve. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> so, let, guys, help me with this. Is this what are they doing? Is this is this like they're? Is this just somebody play, wanting Rick, to? Fr- the thing, want, there, there somebody to be, somewhere wants to frustrate me. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. What is this? There appears to be interest and pressure to have a football league in the spring, but no one can seem to make it happen financially that it will work out. This XFL thing was the biggest joke, uh, the last one they had. AFL? No, what, what, AFL. American yeah. Football League? Where week Not one, AFL they're already like in financial trouble and have to have somebody come in and bail them out who completely changed what they were trying to do. I mean, that was crazy. The, and, and the people who put that together were supposedly smart people, but then they couldn't get the the bank loan they needed, or they they were told they had a line of credit and 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 it fell through on them or something. But those people are smart. I mean, they're big big money contract guys. How in the world do you do that? That, that you go into bizarre. it and don't have your line of credit secure. And it wasn't called the AFL because that's what the one that, that they got brought into the NFL and became the AFC. It was called what? Well, it was uh, something like that. American something, wasn't it? League of the, football, the League yeah. of American Football, there, or something, that something, like, something like that. that. Say so we don't even remember. I mean, they went to all that trouble and they had their teams, and yeah. that was just weird. Well, this is the thing so, I don't get. So we have a chance for another spring football league to go belly up. So <laughs> Birmingham will be in the mix again, probably. They said, uh, let's see here, said <clears throat> that several of the original teams and team names will be uh, will make it back. 
Uh, and they're they're not saying these are the teams, but they're saying where have you gone, Pittsburgh Maulers, Memphis Showboats, and Oklahoma Outlaws. Yeah, Houston Gamblers, Birmingham Stallions, yep. Gamblers. Birmingham Stallions, New Ooh. Jersey Generals, New yep. Jersey Generals yeah, was a big one. Oh, L- the Philadelphia L- Stars, and they were really good. Well, yeah. LA Express won the whole thing. <clears throat> yeah. You know who the quarterback was? That was no, uh, that was no, XFL. XFL. Oh my gosh! See what yeah. I mean? Remember Steve Young got that unbelievable contract, forty million, but it was spread out. It really, in the end, they say it it didn't look. It wasn't what it looked appeared to be. I can't even remember all these teams now. <laughs> but yeah, but you're right now. Uh, Tommy Maddox was the quarterback for LA Galaxy when they won Galaxy. the XFL, and then he That's went right. and played for the Steelers for a yeah. few years. So the LA Express was the team in the USFL. Yeah, right? that was yeah. Uh, Steve Young, Steve Young, Young right big now. contract. Because yeah. like I said, I, they I were going to get, get a lot of these yeah. NFL type players. They were they were going head to head. Yeah, well, look after the league folded, they several of them went on to big careers, like Jim Kelly. I always thought the New Jersey Generals had a good look. That was a good looking uniform. Yeah. And good if you remember, logo. I may be wrong. At the time, you couldn't come out early right. for the NFL, right. but they they took Herschel as a junior. Yeah. Yeah, so he could come yeah. out. Yeah, if, if, if those of you that didn't, don't remember that, picture like the players that would be all everybody would be predicting like first round players, and a spring football league be, got them. Yeah, signed them. Yeah, I mean they, they went for the big bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early. But what? anyway, it it just um, I don't understand this. I, well, how I, do they? You know, again, business plan. How is it going to work when all these others didn't didn't make it? God. What's different? I mean, what's different than right, the last guys. two? We've had two yeah. that went under right, recently. Yeah. Here, here's, yeah. What, here's what I want us to do right now. And we're going to go to the break and you got some time. <laughs> I would like for Team Rick and Bubba to come back and we're going to be given the unwinnable professional spring football league and we're going to say here's how we could win with it. Rick, I can, don't know if it's can, can, you, can you think of anything? Now, once again, though, it's, it's staying in the spring. We got it. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I know. That's what everybody keeps trying, so we have to fix a problem nobody can fix. Okay. Why people keep trying it? Do people just say, I, I got money I need to lose? I mean, I, I don't even – Well, don't, there's obviously some pressure. I don't understand it. Because I mean, there's interest in spring football. But is it enough <clears throat> to support a league and at what level? Bubba, what if somebody Bubba, tried Bubba. to go head-to-head in the fall? Hey, guys, listen to me. Apparently not. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. They've I mean, tried. Like somebody said, Rick, do you think this will work? What, what do you mean? I think it's already been tried – yeah, Several like times. times. It doesn't. I know uh, so it doesn't. The XFL originally tried to change some things to make it you right. know, more yeah, attractive. Right. They did try to do something different as far as you know some of the rules and different things like that. But, but when it comes to the players, would they be better? Because we've tried this, get big-name players for big bucks, you know, first time. What if they went with a lower paycheck and just people who wanted to play <laughs> and then develop the – I mean, because you're, you're looking at – Less talented offensive players, so you'd have less talented defensive players, but it'd still be a good football right, here's game. Like we go right. and watch a high school game, it's mm-hmm. good. All right, when I sit down at the table, let me tell you the first thing I'm bringing to the table. One of our teams mm-hmm. will start Tim Tebow at quarterback. <laughs> and, and that's we, the first thing, and it's demanded. <laughs> as and Rick, we can bank on Trent Richardson coming back. He's playing the Mexican League as we speak. We yes. can bank on him coming back. Right. And you know what? I'm going to I'm going to put ta- Kaepernick in there. I'm going to tell Kaepernick whatever yes. team you want, you, you can play. Now he'll, he'll turn me down and then say that he's a victim. <laughs> See, I think that's the key. Tebow and Kaepernick are going to turn you down. I yeah. guarantee Cap a starting position. And Johnny Manziel's going to he's going to oh, turn Manziel. you down too. Manziel's Bubba, in. Rick and Bubba.
Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thanks for being with us today. All right, so we, we in the break, I realized that everybody on Team Rick and Bubba would rather be given the task of another professional football league, not a spring league. Everybody on the team, Bubba, I hadn't heard from you, wants to move. They want the option to leave spring. They say spring is the place where an attempt uh, to compete with the NFL goes to die. They want to do what Trump was trying to do. You know, Trump was saying this. We have a good product here, but if we want it to last, we need to go against the NFL head-to-head in football season. Uh, one of the things that was discussed, there's never a there, – the, the, the only minor league football league that we have that functions is college football. Uh, That's sh- why this has never been successful, <clears throat> yeah, right there. So should there be a minor league football league that that says we're minor league football? We I, we, we play we play in the fall. We play. We're not the NFL. We're we're a feeder program to the NFL. We play in the fall too, and we try to garner some fan base like minor league baseball does because some of their markets that's that's the team everybody gets fired up about. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we we have to ask the this first. What what is the real goal here? Um, the USFL under Donald Trump was to merge with the NFL, and that's what they were trying to force by playing in the fall and with this lawsuit. They thought they were going to get a huge judgment, and then they were going to agree to merge with the NFL. Thus, the people who were owners in the USFL would now have NFL teams, which would make them much more valuable. I think that was their goal. Like the AFL did. Right. It, it, because we've seen that happen before with yeah. the American Football League, yep. and in basketball, but, which became the American Football Conference. In basketball, ABA. Yeah. Basketball did yep. too. Yeah, they took a couple of the teams. They didn't yeah, take they all take of them. them. Um, that's how we got the Nets. But yep. um, and the seventy six. Yeah, a lot, a lot of those teams. So um, I think, th- I think first off, you have to decide what are we really wanting to accomplish here. Are we wanting to have a football team. A league uh, that that stands on its own legs. Do we want to be a minor league team? Do we want to get good enough to force the NFL to deal with us on some level? I think that's what you got to decide. Uh, I, I th- the well, NFL is so financially sound. They got so much money. Yeah. Like I said, the USFL and what AFL did. They said, "Hey, we're going after the same players you're going after. We're going to compete the same time of year you you play." Well, now the USFL didn't. They were trying to. But you remember they would draft you could get drafted by both leagues and they would start bidding for you and you go yep. play. So you've got two juggernauts you're having to deal with if you go football route if you're picking a sport to try to do something different. The NFL as Greg's talking about and NCAA football. I don't know any other two sports that are two bigger entities in yeah, sports than those two. So let me ask yeah. y'all this, okay? I understand what our what we're trying to do, but let, let me just ask you a, a just straightforward question, okay? Is it just wrong to think that people's football appetite isn't being fed isn't it being fed aren't people eating football i I got a lot of football i got i got the nfl and i and i've got the ncaa college i don't care about it and the ncaa college covers all kinds of Mm -hmm. big schools small school you got well do you think there's enough players though that have the talent between college and the nfl that can't make the roster to where they could put a pretty good product on the field yeah and we've tried that it's going on in basketball yeah so if you look at in but a lot more people playing football though you're right yeah yeah Um, well the problem is this we know for a fact and i don't know why we want to ignore facts the XFL was able to get skilled players that were as good, but they could not get offensive linemen. 
Right. And their skilled players or, got, or got, they didn't make it a priority. The right. skilled players got killed mm-hmm. by the because here's here's the one thing that you don't want to play behind. An offensive line made up of offensive linemen that didn't get offered anything by the NFL. Now you have subpar offensive linemen, you know, because remember there's only one person that gets to play quarterback. So, you know, there's more of those laying around that go, I'd like to be starting for somebody. But offensive linemen, the good ones have jobs. And uh and, and the and the good ones that, that can't make the, the roster, they're on the practice squads. Right. So are, I, I, are those the guys you could attract over, the practice squad guys? You better have some money and you mm-hmm. better have some sponsors because those practice squad guys, they get a nice little check. What league was it where they had the NFL uh, team that the, the player was in, like linked to on the back of the helmet? Yeah, that, have, was the, that was the world. Uh, that was the world. The, the uh, one with the Birmingham Fire and all them. It, yeah. Which would be kind of like the minor, minor was, league baseball where you know each organization feeds to a certain team. What if you had players that – would feed to a certain team in they the NFL that. that's playing well, they, with the other. Yeah, team. They tried that's, that. You know, it was it was here, and then it was strictly in Europe. At first, it was mm-hmm. some here and some in Europe. Then it went strictly Europe, and it was your player was assigned to yeah. like, like you would say, like if I play because they'd have the emblem, like you said, of the would. NFL team on their jersey, the right. Rhine Fire, and yeah, uh, you guys remember they took the fire logo then, mm-hmm. yeah, and then and then the London had, Monarchs, yeah, you yeah. had the Monarchs, and you Barcelona had Barcelona Dragons, Ash, Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. What were they? I can't remember, but yeah. uh, it was um, so it's kind of been tried. I'm not so sure that we're trying to create a market for which there is not enough demand. I'm with you on that. But apparently, the people yeah. who start these think there think there's enough demand. There's enough demand for the people that want to start a league. <laughs> but just, there's not enough there demand enough to that watch you can it. have a budget that, that can compete. Well, you know why? Because USFL had a budget at the time. It you, didn't pan out that they were competing with NFL on salary. Do you do you change the rules to the point that it's uh, almost a different game to to yeah, draw. We're talking about that. We've tried that too. Mistake. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. only thing football's I, a pretty good product. The only thing I could think, yeah, I think that is one of the problems. You're going against a product that's pretty good. Yeah, I think the problem that you something you might could do is take a banana ball deal and get yeah get, get four teams, call it some traveling circus, and you and you have some version of football that's more like Death Race 2000. <laughs> okay, or, you know. Like if you step on the numbers, something opens up and a tiger comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, or how about this? I'm I'm coming around the end, and the defensive end just comes to bring karate chops and right through the throat. <laughs> okay, and, you know, it, never... and, and it becomes all out, just a gladiator complete, type, yeah, a gladiator gladiator <laughs> war. <laughs> We're still trying to get to the end zone, but you can do anything to stop. One of the rules you know, I like to see, and changed. I can do anything to get there. <laughs> One of the rules I think would be good is that everybody's eligible for a pass. Anybody mm-hmm. can go out. You'd have a guard screen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking Bring about center with centers back. running a, a I, I same mean, route right this. up the middle. <laughs> Great picture this. I would still keep up with offsides because you, you don't want that. Yeah. But I would say this. You have to get wherever you get the ball, you've got to get to the other end zone, and you can do anything to get there, and they can do anything to stop you. That's pretty good. <laughs> hmm. And when, when we, that's very Thunderdome like. Yeah, there'll be a lot of players left, but it wouldn't no, be right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it'd be tough. You watch a highlight, and somebody then we have to do rules. Somebody comes, all right. Now, last week a defensive back shot the guy. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Much. Yeah, and I'd go, all right. Well, all right, let's do this. No guns. No, right. You know, and you just yeah. start working your way out. Yeah. But you know, ra- what do you think about the guy that pulled the machete? No, I think we keep that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pads on. Arena football has seemed to find. You know, a fan base. I, yeah, I think the, in some it's, of these it's different dwindled markets, dwindled down to it's dwindled down to Keyville. Now it's just yeah. But I'm just saying. You I, wonder, I wonder now? if you could get Keyville. I understand, but this, what if they you combined a little bit of that with? I mean, 
Does Gene Simmons' team still uh, more exist? More of the traditional LA, the game. Kiss? I don't know. Yeah. Bon Jovi had a team. Yeah, they, yeah. I, I don't think any of them still. You remember you had you Gene had Arena League one, Leading League two, or something. You yeah. had yeah, it's, still it, dogs. Sure. I just don't. I think this is. I don't. I don't. Do people just love to lose money? Do people like? Is is there people out there that says I tell you what I like is banging my head against the cement wall till it bleeds. Yeah, who looks I, at these leads and go, guys, this guys, is our ticket. We're gonna make some really country? good money. Have yeah. y'all seen the country yeah. we're living in, the, the decisions right. that are being made, but you just the thought like, process that people go through? Yeah. I, 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 this doesn't surprise me at all. Guys, there's been people with lots of money. There's been people with incredible marketing ideas. There's been people with T V deals. And they all think, failed. Do you think they, they, they do you think they have a mindset of we can just live at the bottom of the funnel? And just kind of, we're not going to be as successful as the NFL, but there's money to there's be made. There's a lot of delusional people out there. A lot you, of them. You realize what kind of payroll a, a league has? How many players you got to have? Yeah. <laughs> and coaches? I mean, it's a lot. Top of the hour. And they don't do it for free. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. show rick and bubba university the podcast coming out again this weekend our interview today we'll interview former intern firestone get updated on what's going on with lance ingram now and um how he connected himself to the show became dr lou uh and also um as a brand new devotional that he just finished up united for victory 42 different men 42 different days and 42 different topics and we'll talk to him about that journey too three years in the making welcome back for a brand new hour, there's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here. Thanks for joining us. All right, so I know you we're looking now uh, always for the latest uh, cyber attack. Uh, the JBS meat production, uh, it says to resume uh, after their plants had been cyber attacked. Now, did we pay them off again, or did yeah, somebody get to the bottom of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it says... Um, Paid them in hamburger meat. They will resume production on all the plants Thursday, be running at close to full capacity across its global operations. Mm. Uh, it says that the FBI attributed the attack to Revil, uh, R-E-V-I-L, a Russian-speaking gang. Uh, they've made some of the largest ransomware demands on record in recent months. Uh, it doesn't really tell us in this story whether they paid them off or not. It just says that they think they're responsible and they think they're going to be back. Well, uh, you know, we if they are Russian – 
we've got to uh, – Putin needs to handle that. You know, that's – Well, good news, Bubba. President Biden intends to confront Vladimir Putin over this. Ooh. Well, he needs to. And uh, if, if the Russians Patriot. can't get it done, we need to <laughs> get our folks anybody. in there to do it. Our top, this is ridiculous. Our top cybersecurity official is warning, get ready for more. Oh, yeah. Until you do something. I mean, they're making money. Why wouldn't they keep going? He said ransomware has continued to increase uh, in uh, in talking about all over the country uh, and especially in the state uh, that that he represents. But I'm not sure what state that is, if it says here or not. Um, I don't know where he comes from. But anyway, he he says look for more of this to, to, to happen. Uh, says our policy needs to move to to directly engage ransomware. He says we need to change the po- political, um, uh, you know, influence of, of foreign governments who allow ransomware attackers to operate with with impunity, uh, impunity uh, with their borders. Saying you know we got we got these countries they don't like us. They harbor them. They like that this happens. Yeah, that's they, the they thing. Like they, they don't the harboring. Yeah, yes. and so we got to get to the uh, to the bottom of all of that. So. So it says expect more, uh, and you know for some reason I was I, uh, is is this uh, that, th- that we're gonna have uh, you know you're gonna get up uh, it seems like on any given day and go well hmm. production of fill in the blank has stopped yeah. because yeah, of some yeah. cyber attack so uh, so there you go uh, also Terry's been trying to tell us we need to get prepared you know she's she's one of those she's a prepper I isn't mean she? well. We, we we like the idea of prepping, and then we'll start prepping, and then we start drinking and eating everything we started prepping. Yeah. And so we're not real good at it. So it's like it. a lot of things. You like the idea of prepping, but not really prepping. Yeah. Now, I will tell you this. Because of uh, ammunition mm-hmm. shortage, I have started yeah. every time I go by trying to see if they've got this, that, and the other, because you never know when that's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, taken away or attempted to. Mm-hmm. So well, we've had that for a while. I know. But what I'm saying is I'll, I'll like every time I go by an outdoor store, I'll go in and, oh, what you got? You know, so what? What uh, when when she says we need to be preparing? What yeah. does she mean by that? Well, she claims <laughs> that we need to have very something we've talked about, and that is like a Rick and Bubba compound. You know, where mm-hmm. we can all go to and and fend off everybody. Uh, she claims that we need to have something like that. So we're she don't think we're prepared. Had my first encounter <clears throat> with our compound idea. Yeah, where I was approached by a friend of mine, and he knew he knew. That he was not going to bring anything to the table. Oh, really? And he acknowledged that. He said, "I don't think that I can make it on merit. Can you be bought?" So Garnett, <laughs> yeah. Garnett, yeah, brought can, that up. Can we yeah. buy our way into the compound? <laughs> okay. And I said, "Well, I have to see some numbers. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, but I don't know what good that currency is going to be if mm-hmm. we're in Thunderdome. Right. Right. You know, so yeah, it doesn't do a lot of good. The value is not cash anymore at this point. It's what you mm-hmm. bring to the table. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. now, and now, Greg's got me all concerned about the power grid. He's. Every, every time this comes up, he talks about Keep power. Keep an eye on it, Greg. That's right. Infrastructure. Well, that, shut her down. That is the, uh, you know, that is the brass ring, by the way, because they shut everything down when they do that. Mm-hmm. Will that affect my generator situation? Mm-hmm. Until you run out of gas. <laughs> so if they get the power and the gas at the same time, I'm in trouble. Is yours coming? You got a tank or are you coming from the? I'm coming directly from. You got natural gas? Yeah, yeah. they could shut that down if they shut yeah. the grid down. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, you'll be good. Yeah. You need your own tank out there. Uh, yeah. Also, in your your America, we've had, Bubba, we've had an entire county. And that ain't going to last long. <laughs> no, it's the problem. Listen, yeah, it's in, North, get you either way. in North Carolina, we have an entire county that it says they are banning all Coca-Cola machines. Yeah, they're not happy about the new woke Coke. 
They don't like this woke. is a county in North Carolina. Woke yes, Coke. Yeah, they don't like Coca Cola. But listen so to, li- to listen to what they they're saying. They Coca-Cola. said the left wing in America says they defund, they boycott, they cancel, they tear down statues, all sorts of actions. Mm-hmm. This is the county commissioner. He said uh, the expectation from them is the opposing political slide will cower in the corner, and we're supposed to accept it, and we're supposed to be okay when something's not okay. And he said uh, it's an all-Republican county, by the way, commissioner. There's not a commissioner on there that's not Republican. It sounds like and, it. Uh, and they voted to remove all vending machines because they're saying if, um, if, if the left thinks this is all we respond to, uh, then we're going to show them that we won't just sit here and take it. You're not just going to continue to do things that we don't agree with and that there be no repercussion from those of us that disagree yeah. with the woke movement. So we disagree with it. We do not believe that we're supposed to fear repercussions from you if we won't go along with your, la- with your latest woke idea. Yep. And if that's what we're – if we're just if, – if this product it thinks that we'll just continue to keep their machines here no matter what they do, they are sadly mistaken. Rick, you know, historically... Because it works both ways. He's saying until these companies realize it works both ways, and that may get them to stay out of it altogether. Well, historically, we have not been big boycott people. It's so hard to be consistent. Uh, You know, uh, we would be, you know, maybe boycott when we saw somebody being boycotted. We would go and support them financially. But, you know, I'm rethinking that, too. I'm kind of with them. I'm kind of tired of the mob pushing us around, and I think we're going to have to get mob-like to, to even this out. Yeah, yeah, because these companies, they cave because they go, look, we'll keep them quiet because the other people aren't going to take the time. To, the people right. who disagree aren't going to take time to, to do anything about it. Right. So let's just cater to them, shut them up. Yeah, they, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I mean, yeah. the old saying, it's, it's very true. So if you've got two wheels squeaking, then you've got to measure which uh, one is more valuable to you oil-wise. Yeah, I hate, to disappoint, some of, I'd hate to disappoint some of you movements out there that think that the, these companies are patronizing you. They're just, they're just, they just think they don't even believe what they're claiming to believe. They're trying to get you to leave them alone. Yeah, they're, pay, they're paying you your ransom. They have not bought into your worldview. They're just paying you your ransom that you've asked. Mm-hmm. They laugh at you, and, and, and they get in there and shut stuff in the conference rooms, Yep. and they're laughing at things and think it's just as outrageous as anybody else does. But they think right now they've made the decision. Greg, you just said it. Bubba, you just said it. They've made the decision. Cater to the woke because they're meaner, they're more vicious, and they're, they, they make life miserable for you. The people who don't agree with the wokeness, they don't agree with it, but they're not going to go to the hassle the woke people will go to to give us problems. Yeah. So they'll, right. they'll continue to say, may I have another please, and continue to use our product because they really don't – They just this is not their mentality. And plus, now, they got to go to work. They don't have time. they got to go to work. they yeah. got things they got to do. And I'm with you. Again, the only problem with boycotting is it is impossible to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can't. You just have to pick your battles and go with it. Like, like day one, I don't know what you're going to do about your phones and computers. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's that, we'll have to get to that one later. Yeah, <laughs> that one's yeah. up. I guess you could put them off on a wall and you'd start with soft drinks and retailers. Yeah. Work your way back. Yeah. <laughs> Sixteen minutes past the hour. Eight six six. We be big is our number. We go phone trolling next. Anything you want to talk about? You're bringing the topics to the table. You ready? 866-WE-BE-BIG. All 10 lines are available. Interns are ready. We talk to you next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let's go 
21 minutes past the hour. Topics, topics, topics. Everybody with a topic. Uh, it's your turn to get in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Unnamed interns are ready to take your phone calls now. Long distance, directory assistance, so uh, come on in here. Lines are available uh, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Winfield, Alabama tonight. Ready to go. Uh, we'll be there at Winfield Baptist Church, Man Church tonight. It's free. Anyone can attend. And we'll be kicking off the Men's Discipleship Strategy with the wonderful people of Winfield, Alabama tonight. And excited about that. Honored uh, for us to be trusted to to come up with a game plan to reach and disciple the men of their church and community. Disciple men change everything. Uh, all of the information about the strategy can be found at themanchurch.com. Happy to help you as well. And then uh, Friday night, Mark Garnett, one of our teachers and speakers, a friend of the show, going out to the second man church uh, down in Op, Alabama, Westview Baptist Church, Friday night. All right, so um, let's go to the phones, bubs. Uh, let's start uh, with John in Huntsville. He's listening to us on 100.3 The River. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Get them phones to trolling. Here we come, fun trolling, fun troll. John, go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, guys, I've got the uh, resolution to solve the uh, football problem for spring pro ball. When are people most excited about football? They're most excited about football during football season. So every Friday at work, we're leaving work, and we're excited about the big game on Saturday, maybe the big game on Sunday. Maybe our high school team on Friday. But not all of us are high school fans. Not all of us are going to make it to the high school game. To solve the problem, you play pro ball. Pro ball in the fall on Friday. Mm -hmm. Is that what he was going to say? Yeah, because probably somebody who is into high school football, there's communities that that's their thing, whether they have a kid still on the field or not. For me, if there's no one on the field, then I mean, on the rarest of occasions, I usually go to a game because it's connected to somebody, family, period, when it comes to high school. Sometimes I just like to go see a good game. Yeah, I normally I normally Sometimes. Sometimes. Not every week. Yeah. But but you're right. But 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 so you're not gonna get them, but I think there's a lot of people that would say, I'll take a I'll take my my nearest to me pro football game on Friday night. It's not a bad idea. Uh I think it does have to be in fall. I, I think spring has shown that that's just dead on arrival. This notion that everybody wants football in spring, I just don't think is accurate. Apparently not. Uh, Frank and Gadsden. Is it possible there's more people that want to start a league than will watch a league? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, again, because it's almost like you know somebody goes over to the dessert table, and they may have made a, an outstanding pie, but you get over there, and there's already 15 pies already there that Love people pies. seem to just like fine. <laughs> And you're like, why is nobody trying my pie? Yeah, well, why, we like this pie, fine. Yeah, why don't you bring like a cake? Yeah, right. So let's Something go to different. Frank and Gadsden, Z93, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys, I work with old people, so I hear all kinds of good old-fashioned names. You were talking about Karen and so forth earlier. So there's too many to name, but I just want to give you a handful. For women, Wynell, Mary Sue, Ethel, Bertha, and Betty. And for guys, Chester, Earl, George, Henry, and Ricky. And my favorite last name, of course, was the Dang, right? Uh, yeah, he's had to speed it up. Well, we go back to this again. I'm listening to some of those to I'm listening up. to some of those names. Is the name Ethel, is it over? Yeah, has anybody got a new baby that name Ethel? Ethel? You're anybody, right. Anybody name a new baby Ethel? Why'd y'all have a little girl? What'd you name her? Ethel. You might 
hmm. throw it in there as a middle name. What about Gertrude? I think, what I about think Gertrude? Bubba's onto something. A lot of these names may be for a middle name. Francis is because a, you a good one. That was my grandmother's yeah. name, yeah, well, Francis. Kind of, and so, but you yeah. don't hear many people naming their kid Francis anymore. Evelyn. Well, See, you think Greg, it, I, I thought it was. Uh, I hadn't heard Ellis in a long time, and so I had an uncle named Ellis, and I kind of yeah. had it in that list of you're not going to hear that anymore. And boom, and they start making comebacks. Yeah. Would y'all tell what, everybody what my middle name was? What y'all? The oldest. See, people but, really thought that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will it's say not. this: like, like you look at Adler. <laughs> And, and and even you, you see what, yeah, what Kelsey name, Kelsey and Taylor have done. Younger people are going back to classic names mm-hmm. like Ruby, which is awesome, and yeah, Ruby's another yeah, one you had to hear. Marin is awesome, and Ellis, yeah. Yeah, but you came but, back. but you just don't see anybody going back to Ethel. It's it's like Ethel just didn't. It's it's like it's just not making its way back. Ethel, no, you know, where is it on the list Ethel. we had up earlier? I don't know, but you know, Karen dropped one hundred seventy one points. What was number one on that? By the way, I never did see on the female top names. Current, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, I have to look. Up. Yeah, that, who's number one? There? Ethel. Mm. But you don't hear Ethel coming around no. much anymore. No, you don't. Helps you name, name the horse you you buy from Maddie Ethel. Would Would you? That's good. That'd be awesome. Would you think there's a better chance <laughs> huh? for someone to name their baby boy Earl modern day versus naming their baby girl Ethel? Ooh. Mm. I think you'd hear Earl first. You I think, think you're right. I, that's right there together, though. Justin know. in Texas. Justin, 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. I'm getting my degree in common sense this morning. Wanted to make a comment. Uh, something that uh, somehow you all passed over numerous times talking about Governor Cuomo. You know, I think there's a big reason why everybody's turned on him. I mean, clearly, clearly he had his he had his tan like he liked it. He was getting some <laughs> PR like he liked it. All of a sudden, you know, Biden comes into office and it's, hey, we got to shut this guy down, or he's going to he's going to be a contender for president. I mean, that's clearly point. turning kind of kind of ravenous on each other. I mean, it's a, you know, they they saw him as a threat. Shut him down. Yeah, because you can't really say that they decided that the mistreatment of women was a leftist cause that no one can can break because they've allowed many of their favorite. Uh, Democrats who are male mistreat women and do nothing about it. So it can't be that. So you're right. It may be they didn't want him to overshadow Biden. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's a good point. Could be. I mean, because he's got his tan just like he likes it. Yeah, he's sharp. He's got his shirt unbuttoned, got a gold chain swinging. Women's pet, mm-hmm. man's regret. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was good. Bubba, the number one female name was Olivia. Yeah, I saw that. Really? And, and number one male name was Liam. Yeah. Really? I yeah. hear a lot of Liam. Liam Newson. Really? I, I don't like a name that I'm not sure what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's Liam. go to. Um, it's like you're trying to talk with your mouth full. Yeah. Is that it? A lot. Yeah. I see Williams. Surprised Oliver's at Oh, Williams a classic. Oliver at three surprises me. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. big surprise. like the name. It just but again, that's that reach back, but they won't reach yeah. back for Earl. Are you surprised Ava is number three for the girls? Not well, at again, all. a classic name that still holds on. Yeah. You don't see Ethel there. You don't. Not a lot mm. of Ethel. Sophia, that's great. Amelia. I hate Isabella, to bring up. Charlotte. That? Those are all classic names. We were talking about... Uh, about uh, Adolf not making it, but wasn't Ava Adolf's girlfriend? Yeah, and wife in the last Ava sixty different, Ava different, Braun, something yeah. like that. different. You get a pass if you're just a girl. <laughs> well, we've married. Tyler and Birmingham, one hundred four seven WZZK. Tyler, go ahead. Yeah. It's Eva. Yes, I think yeah. I have the resolution for the problem with the football team. All right, and that is the golf. Does the senior deal, you know, after you're, you're retired? Uh, right, there, right, right. Well, I got a solution. I normally can't. You ain't going to believe my solution. That one, I couldn't get, like, I couldn't make that one work. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, 866, we be big is the number.
You remember being a kid and hearing about ethyl gasoline, and you were like, why are they yeah. call that ethyl? Yeah. yeah, that was the good stuff. You remember that? Ethel. That yeah. was that high test. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and you have an opportunity to take your family and travel to the great state of Sweet Home, Alabama, and we'll foot the bill for you. AlabamaRoadTrips.com says, how about a good old-fashioned road trip? Uh, If you're an adventurous family, uh, let us cover it for you, and you can go to the world-famous U.S. Space and Rocket Center. Uh, in Huntsville, Alabama, for family camp. Uh, we'll give you $1,500 to spend. We'll take care of uh, your lodging. We'll take care of your meals. Uh, we'll take care of what it costs to go to family camp. Uh, and you can uh, you can register your family right now at alabamaroadtrips.com. We'll draw this on July the 9th. Uh, so adults and kids 7 and up can launch into a mission to space or an aerial combat scenario. You'll get those authentic training simulators, and you get your flight suits, and you get it just like you like it. So we'll announce that winner uh, coming up in July, as I mentioned. So go enter to win this out-of-this-world family road trip today from alabamaroadtrips.com. That's alabamaroadtrips.com. We'll link it as well for you right there at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, all right, so some other stories uh, that we've been working on here that we can work through. Saw where Danny Ainge has retired from the Celtics, and are, are we really having a serious conversation about a female NBA coach? Well, then Brad Stevens, who is their current coach, is going to go into the GM role, and uh, then they're going to hire a new coach, and they're saying that this uh, this female uh, may be the top uh, candidate for that. And I, I'm not familiar with her. I don't, I don't know. But she's been in the organization. I don't know anything about her uh, because I don't follow you know, female basketball. But mm-hmm. uh, is Max Kellerman heard about this yet? So <laughs> no, he, I know. So, so Watch can, out. I'm looking uh, to see if Mac is, is – they're doing the story right now. and Speedy is up on everything female basketball. Mm, so he, he, would be the one to, he would be the one to dig into this. But I think she's the current coach at Duke. <laughs> she is. She yeah. is. I, I see what I mean. That. You knew that. Well, I've read the I'm, story. Uh, <laughs> oh, here it also says here the Celtics were tired of their uniforms being so wrinkled. <laughs> oh, Greg, do you – So here he goes. Greg at rickandbubba.com. Here he goes. They need somebody to handle that. Greg. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I wish I was it. not here. Okay. <laughs> Trap door. Trap door. Um, <laughs> so she played 13 years. Well, that's what Speedy said anyway. in, the, in the WNBA, mm-hmm. and she also uh, was on the Celtics staff in 19 and 20, and then she went over to Duke uh, as the women's coach. And uh, a former Celtics uh, player was being interviewed, and, and he said he feels like she is uh, at top of the list. And, um, and he does. And so, and so we'll see how that plays out. So, but that's, that's made the headlines today. That, well, they said the first time they interviewed her, they asked her how she felt about it. She said, well, you should know. <laughs> see, now you're in on it. That's Rick and, and Rick and Bubba. In the last game, she Bubba's got lost going to the, the stadium. <laughs> now, that's Ramsey at Rick Well, and actually, no, it says here the Celtics have offered, and she can't make up her mind where she wants her. That's <laughs> <laughs> Rick again. <laughs> that's Greg. Oh. Greg, yeah. I'm going to save y'all. Uh, did you see this latest hate crime attack in the subway in New York where this guy went up and just just punched this Asian lady? Knocked oh. her out. What? Did you see this? Yeah. Oh, a couple of days ago. And, yeah. yeah, and he's uh, he's been identified. Is, that, is, he's it, a, is he's it Asian a, hate? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. He's uh, he's a New York homeless man who had been arrested forty one times. Yeah. Maybe that's mm-hmm. the problem. Maybe, maybe the fact that he's been problematic. He's been in jail so many. I don't know if you can call him homeless. He actually has somewhere to sleep. That's a great point. Well, the judge said times. he may he may have somewhere to stay for a year. Or two I think he, he <laughs> may he may rather be arrested and be put yeah, in that, that situation. That may be why he did it. He thought, well, I don't want to kill anybody. This will get right me in there. prison. I mean, what? Just oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh! He said, this is definitely probably got some mental issues yeah. there. So um, he's telling everybody to stand uh, down around um, him, like don't don't come help her. Knocked her out. He's telling everybody to stay back. You got to admit, her falling and have something to lean up against if you're going to. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of convenient. I mean, I'm talking if you're passing out, it's really kept her from hitting the ground. Yeah, right, but yeah, boy, it why, worse. what a what a crazy guy. Now he's know. been out a couple so, of weeks. His latest arrest was he threw something on some police officers and scratched some guy's eye in a restaurant or something. So he's known for well, his guy, violent behavior. Yeah. He may want so what is it, three to, hots and a cot. Yeah, he needs to be put away <laughs> so he can't play with the other kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you were homeless on the streets of some city versus being in jail, mm. I, I got to tell you, you know, I, I know there's some things. If I can get in the right jail, you know, I, yeah. I'd like to know a lot about the yeah, Stony Lawson. Yeah, yeah. But if I can get in one where I'm pretty much, you know, well, not, you don't not, get not, to, you don't not get in to, with the baddest of the bad, mm-hmm. you don't get to pick That's, your surroundings, Rick. That's yeah, kind no. of the key That's, to the whole jail well, Bubba, plan. Stand by. Hey, stand by. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it. Biden is now announcing new incentives for people to get the vaccine, the vaccine, including free beer. Yeah, well, <laughs> what? That'll help. Yeah, yeah. He says that he he wants a goal, a goal of at least one COVID vaccination shot in the arms of seventy percent of the nation uh, of the adults by July the fourth. And he is, and he's offering a beer if you do that. He's, that he's uh, yeah. He, he says, hey, "What lower my taxes, Joe? I may step up." That, the you got, there you go. They're saying right now we're at fifty-two percent, <clears throat> and then seventy-five percent of all seniors. Uh, and uh, he said, and this is what he's saying again: they're fully vaccinated, and they're safely shredding their mask. <laughs> but what what he's not saying is, what about those of us that are free range organic? Yeah, yeah what about free range organic uh, antibodies? The best kind, the <laughs> yeah. homegrown ones. Yeah, mm. and uh, he talks about you know That's get so fast, he, my friend. He gets on uh, those that do not have it yet, and and makes everybody feel bad about that. He says it, got hairy legs. Yes, <laughs> and uh, he said, uh, all right, now they're now they're going back saying sixty three percent have had at least one shot. Boom. Uh-huh. Um, and um, so they're saying that they're going to include pharmacies that are open twenty four hours a day. Uh, I mean twenty four hours every Friday night. So I guess one day. And uh, and he's saying things like there's free beer and all kinds of stuff that they're considering. Have y'all seen the commercial with Coach Saban telling you to get your vaccine? Well, that, that, that? that feels heartfelt, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's really into it. And, yeah. They grabbed him coming off the practice field. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it looked like they, they cut it son. at Regions. He had his son. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, I thought, boy, Saban's really, he's got some conviction. <laughs> I thought it was a passion. Hey, what do you want me to say? Yeah, you, I almost feel like he cares about this as much as winning another championship. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost not as excited as Kiffin was at the Owls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same exact thing. Come out. Support the Owls. The only different, and the only different in, in Kiffin's recruitment video when he was at the Owls and oh. Saban's vaccine deal is that it looked like Kiffin had woke up on the couch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He put on a shirt. Can we do it? Him. It was too big. Can we do it here? Can we? It's okay. Yeah, right, I'll, I'll start it back at the beginning. All right, hang on. I want to hear this. College football fans and players both want full stadiums this fall. Let's make sure we can safely make this happen by getting vaccinated. Please get your COVID-19 vaccine. We want Bryant-Denny Stadium loud again this coming season. Roll Tide. (laughs) 
Man, roll. <laughs> I got, I got hey, all kidding aside, <laughs> those people that sprinted to get one after that. No, no, but no. Because he told them to. Well, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you, because you know what they think? They think somehow Saban's DNA's in it. But listen, <laughs> but listen. He's endorsing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen to me, though. In the state of Alabama, and and I because you know, we can talk about fantasy world, we can talk about the real world. It doesn't make a rip where the vaccine sets this fall. Brian Denny will be full. It's going to be of course. Full. The vaccine has no impact on whether they Brian announced Denny, it like four Brian months Denny. ago. They were going to be full. Listen, whether Brian Denny mm-hmm. being packed has nothing to do with vaccines. Yeah. It will be packed no matter what. Yeah, and you, you can count on that. Yep. Uh, Bob, I'm with you. I don't understand this. No Fourth of July fireworks on Mount Rushmore. What what, what is this thing about uh, Mount Rushmore? Somebody somebody's gonna have to help us out on that one. I, I'm not following that. Why the I know the the uh, the governor there in South Dakota filed a lawsuit to to make it happen, but a, a federal judge has blocked it. Oh, the Badlands. Yeah, he says uh, Badlands <laughs> in the news again. He said while fireworks on July third. Uh, seemed to seem like a good idea. The court has not called upon to determine whether such firework display is a good idea. And it says that he said the state did not meet the requirements for him to rule yet, uh, uh, you know, for the people who want the uh, – and I don't understand – what what he's actually saying in the ruling it, it doesn't and see it says that president joe biden's administration canceled the fireworks celebration at mount rushmore and then the governor was suing to get it back what is it about mount I don't, rushmore you can't shoot fireworks I, I don't what know. is the reason well well the, the governor's lawsuit alleges that the national park service is denying the 4th of july fireworks on mount rushmore kind of like the churches was arbitrary and uh, and and just kind of seemed capricious. To, yeah, it just seemed like they were just kind of making it up. The, it didn't have any rhyme or reason to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what is the? Uh, know, what so, are they trying to avoid by doing that? The, and and you know what? They don't really explain. The judge just says, "Well, look, the lawsuit has not done what needs to be done for me to rule in your favor or to get you a ruling that you haven't done what what I need you to do for mm-hmm. me to rule." Yeah, and see, so, we actually had fireworks uh, last year at Mount Rushmore. When you think it would have been a COVID issue, it says but they here. They had them last year. On down, it, it says here until the uh, presidents get masks on, they they can't have. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's real good. Fireworks yeah. in the Badlands don't mix. Yep, that's everybody uh, knows that. Yeah. Greg, we love fireworks I up know. on Mount Rushmore. Sure, we do. I thought it's some kind of deep seated hate for the founding yeah. fathers. It's and, got it. Maybe and, and you know, George Washington. Uh, it it and, may and, be and, you know, okay. the former president it, no. here. It says uh, that the potential risks to the park are still being evaluated from 2020 and that the tribal partners opposed fireworks at Mount Rushmore were reasons, along with COVID-19, for rejecting the state's request. Oh, the fighting Sioux don't like it. <laughs> Greg, that's good. So uh, how, how close is that to uh, reservation property? I don't know. Or is it on it? Who knows? Uh, also, an update also could kill to me, Jackrabbit. I think we all saw this coming. We remember when Hillsong removed Carl Lentz mm-hmm. for what they called breaches of trust and moral failures. No shocker here. Here comes the first lawsuit. Now we have a woman saying that she was sexually abused by the former pastor. She was their nanny. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any pastor that worried about his abs, you better look out for. Greg, I, you know when people mm-hmm. said, "Hey, how about that? Car- <laughs> how about that, Carl?" You know, <laughs> yeah. I know, scared me I know Joe second. Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan had a lot to say about that. Yeah, you heard what he calls it. Look, Ravi Zacharias, as we said, was a surprise. Carl Lentz. No. Did, did that surprise anybody? No. I mean, that's <laughs> a great comparison. I, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you go, Ravi Zacharias. Wow, Rick, wow. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Somebody goes, Carl Lentz. Yeah, that, that seems, yeah, that, seems that, about, that seems about right. He was hanging out with Bieber. I guess, unlike the people at Hillsong, his behavior gave me uh, discomfort and concern. 
Uh, just by the way he carried himself, dressed and acted. Uh, but um, so there you go. And there's a there's a lot going on with Hillsong and saying they've got to do some. We got we got to look at some things. We'll be Rick back. And Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Gonna be a big star. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, we're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG-THE-NUMBER. Bubba, can I put this under a global warming update almost? I mean, it's definitely indirectly because it's the, it's the, it's the green movement uh, trying to take over everything and all things uh, and move us to a more green utopia, uh, doing away with evil fossil fuels and all these things that they've demonized uh now a, a a plan that the left has been pretty good at they seem to be working again on the green movement here we go burn, burn. so Bubba, what's happening rick what if I told you or I asked the question, which board of directors do you think has one of the highest concentration of left-wing green activists on it? Uh, Apple. Would you believe ExxonMobil? No, I would not. The green activists have now won their third seat on Exxon's 12-member board. I see what they're doing. And will now try to force the oil giant to reduce emissions and overhaul their pay structure. Hedge fund engine number one. Now, this is something you can go and invest in on the stock market. They, they have bought uh, in enough to secure a third seat on the fossil fuel giant's board of directors. Uh, his name, Alexander Karsner. He is a senior Google strategist. There you go. He joins two other green activists on the board of directors already. And their no, uh, chief, chief among the engine number one's goals is a greater investment in clean energy. Mm-hmm. The success was part in rise to investor concerns on in environmental, social, and governance issues mm. and the fact that they're buying giant blocks of stock. Yep. So they're basically buying their way on to these companies' yeah, board of directors yep. so they can change them. So, Look, I'll say this. The left is very creative when they start uh, worshiping their religion of the of the earth and other things. I think the conservatives need to take a lesson from this and get on it. We need to adopt boycotts Mm -hmm. and we need to start funds that we can invest in that will take over some of their prize pearls and change the way they're moving. Yeah, it's like the guy that was um, tiring and uh, couldn't keep going. And he found himself in the middle of the English Channel, and he came down to the conclusion, if I swim that way, I'm going to drown. If I swim that way, I'm going to drown. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> you, you don't want to be in that situation. So, uh, But we're not putting these people in that situation. Right now we're letting the left play this game while the, the right doesn't do a very good job at playing it. So when you think about it, what do you think in the world that a guy 
who is a Google strategist who runs a hedge fund can have any any knowledge about working on a international and the largest international energy company, ExxonMobil. See, you see what's going on here. Do you think they're Ex- hijacking? It. Do you think legally is ExxonMobil though? Are they looking at it going? Maybe we can win them over to our way. And they become protectors of ours, even though no, it's, it's it's basically like a hostile takeover. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. if you get enough, uh, if you own enough stock, you you get to dictate terms on voting in board of directors. People, I don't know exactly how their rules work. Yeah. but that's part of what you're seeing. Yeah, and and you know, I've already seen in some hedge of their- engine number one, they call it, and it was designed primarily for this kind of function to go in and 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 buy in and get seats and control large corporations. Well, I mean, it's a good strategy. It really is. It is. We yeah. we need to be doing it too, and we're not. We're a little passive on it, just like we let education fall to the left. What I think it goes back to what Greg said a minute ago. Is it the, is it the right? This has too much going on. Uh, I mean, it's like uh, yeah. it, it's. A lot, I mean, like I, I like. Let's say I wanted to go out there and start some big movement. I I don't. Well, I don't know when I would do it. When would I have time? Work? Well, yeah. I, I will say this. I think liberals have more of an activist. Uh, mentality about them bleeding heart well they, they they want to get organized and do something make something happen where i think most conservatives like to go about their business whatever they do their family whatever and um they thought i think incorrectly that when they got uh, a, a fair voice back in the media when the fairness doctrine went away that they would be able to persuade people from that but the left was working on owning the education system and that may have been a better investment. Yeah. I think our interests are much different too. Like for instance, if I got the if I got if I made the decision today you got two options, go to the lake and fish or go do a protest. There's a lot of people out there that would choose protest. Now I wouldn't come close to that. Mm-mm. That would be about a hundredth on my list. Wrong, right or indifferent. Right. And so I think the left when you look at everything they stand for they, you know, and we look at we're, we're believers of capitalism, which means that we enjoy things and we buy things and we go do things and we have hobbies. I don't think they have a whole lot of hobbies. I think their interests are different. Their hobbies are protesting mm-hmm. or trying to make a yeah. difference. Yeah. Uh, I just pulled up Engine One's website and it says, We are Engine One, an investment firm whose purpose is built to create long-term value by harnessing the power of capitalism. We believe a company's performance is greatly enhanced by the investments it makes in workers, communities, and the environment. You got you to you really read between the lines here. We believe that over time, the in- interest of Main Street and Wall Street align, and we can engage as active owners, active owners, activist mm-hmm. owners, to create value by focusing on this alignment. Won't you join us? Well, I, I do agree with what they're saying. I mean, yeah. because the, the, what they're really saying, and, that, and they won't like that, uh, that we have said what they're saying, <laughs> is that capitalism does work, and it is very powerful. You remember when we have uh, you know, Jeff Erickson on? He yeah. said, if you want to help third world countries, teach them capitalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does the Chinese government do to keep that from going under? The government dabbles in capitalism. Now, they don't let the people do that. But that's how they stay alive. Yeah. So capitalism does work, and they're right on that, and they're trying to say let's use the power of capitalism but to, to actually create the world we want. I agree with 90% of this except the fact that 
their interest in activists is going the wrong way. Yeah. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.